Off the cuff worldwide, Yo, baby. Come on my way. Oh Lord. Cutting corners just your everyday shit. Cutting, 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 cutting. They stay trying to eat off my plate. Like, baby, we good. We fool. We already ate. And you're hella late. Like, uh, belly full, let me digest. Uh, play it cool, I mean, my check. Hear the sound of the pain when I might rest. Cause everything I say, that's with my chest. Yeah, it's my chest. So I'm like, yes. There's a queen on a plane, you're what flight next. What's everyone saying though, man? Quarantine life, we indoors. Quarantine. We out here. Well, we're in here. Yeah, Not we, necessarily out here. Yeah, we outside don't hit as much as it used to. Hey, man. Everyone's talking about, oh, you went outside. <laughs> Bruv. <laughs> Nobody was. Nobody is. Nobody. Well, actually, there's people outside now. Some people are misbehaving. Right, listen, it's bound to happen though, man. They've had us locked up for a minute. People can't contain themselves. They can't control themselves. When there's no conviction in what the government are saying mm. in regards to their lockdown, people are going to come outside, man. The weather was nice the other day and there was a lot of people outside. Oh. So, it's just going to be one of them things, man. Um, yeah. Phase two in it, like, hopefully is not as crazy. Bro, it's, it's bound to be mad because I don't know about you lot. I don't feel I got any clarity from um, Boris's most recent address to the nation. Oh, no, there's no clarity whatsoever. Uh, but that's that's that for me. I feel like that's done on purpose. So at least he doesn't take any blame because for me, I feel like they're still trying to go down this herd immunity angle, which was, um, you know, the initial thing. But they can't flat out say it anymore because there was so much outrage and nobody else is doing it but us. And then it's got to a stage where they're like, fuck it, we're going to have to do herd immunity because we need the, we need to kickstart the economy. So, yeah, the more of you go out there and get it, we're happy with that because the you guys can can go back to work and the economy can kickstart. Yeah, but I would rate them more if they just said it point blank. I know it might sound mad, but I would rate them more if they said, "Listen, economy profits over lives. You look like getting back out there than than this BS that they're spewing in that." Facts. That's one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's like just to say it. Uh, let's say it because you know what's funny is because they're trying not to say it. So, for example, when you get those idiots going on, um, uh, Good Morning Britain, and Piers Morgan is grilling them. Yeah. If they just said, "Yo, it's uh, <laughs> it's the peas over the people," they won't be getting grilled and they won't be looking silly. But the fact that they're trying to make up excuses and they don't know this, they don't know the stats for this, they don't know why they're doing this, they don't know if one person's allowed in the house or the cleaners are not. Just say, listen, the reason why we're sending the cleaner into your house because we need them to go to work, we need them to get paid, we need the economy to kickstart. So we're happy to send these guys in first. Just say that straight away. But when you're on TV and you're like, oh, and then Piers, like Piers Morgan will be like, all right, cool, why can a cleaner come in my house and my son that I haven't seen in 10 weeks, can he come and clean? And then they're stuttering. And just say, listen, 
we need this to happen because of the peace. Simple as that. Economy. And it's crazy because like my mum and my sister run a cleaning business. Do you know what I'm saying? And um Sick. just going off like the um the, the what Boris has said in his speech, they're like, Well, we can we can open for business, but we've got to set out the our own personal rules and regulations in regards of what we can do just so that we're safe as well. But at the same time, is like because they're registered as self employed, as you you probably may know yourself, so be like mm. they the government will come out with this scheme but it's not being rolled out until like let's say june but rent's got to be paid exactly. bills have got to be paid so they're they're out here um and obviously like they're taking precaution um and i guess they're 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 there with their cleaning products so mm. with the the type of cleaning products that they have maybe it's helping like to you know to keep them a little bit more safer than they would if they didn't i feel like well one of the points which one of my friends he's quite intelligent and he's a doctor and he's like very like he understands the economy as well his thing is cool they're sending the cleaners in to obviously kickstart the economy these jobs need to be done everybody needs to go back to work but also their thing is are a cleaner can clean your house and social distance from you do you, know, do you know what I mean? So you don't have to be within two metres of them. My thing is, is that that's such a, like, surface way to think about the problem because, okay, it, we understand now. So the point is the economy is going to kickstart. But if, if, if I'm me, I'm not bringing a cleaner into my house because how do I know you've changed your gloves? I'm hearing coronavirus yeah. can be on trainers. How do, yeah. do you know what I mean? So what's going to happen with that? How do I know you yeah. ain't, you ain't like you ain't touched something and then you come into my house and you've touched something and whatever? You're expecting somebody to be perfect and understand everything that they're doing from morning to night and not cross contaminate from this house to that house. Like I just don't think it's physically physically possible. People are going to forget. People are going to sometimes, mm. oh, I can't be bothered to change my gloves and wear the same gloves. They're definitely not going to change mm. their trainers, do you know what I mean? Or yeah. whatever clothes yeah. they're wearing, they're definitely not going to change that because that's expensive. And again, as you know, there's a lack of PPE that the government mm. are not providing. So really and truly, for me, as a, like, as say somebody that may hire a cleaner, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to yeah. hire no cleaner to come into my house. However, yeah. you know, I understand yeah, we need to kickstart the economy. But for me, if I'm trying to look after my like the well-being of the people in my home, I'm not trusting anybody to be as clean as I am. So yeah, yeah, yeah of course, of course. Uh, it's like I said, man. It's all dependent on um, the people that are going to require the service um, and the people that are going to issue out the service. So obviously, like maybe there's an element of bias, obviously because it's my mum's company. Um, but the precaution is is like in measures that I haven't seen. And the thing is, is that they've sent out a statement saying that if you feel comfortable enough to invite us into your homes, um, then so be it. But you have to adhere to our terms and conditions. You, you cannot be around in the areas that 
you want us to clean. They wear protective bags over their um, footwear. They have uniforms. So it's literally like when you come through with your fresh uniform and you leave, you go home, you wash it, so on and so forth. And that's mm. the, the kind of application that they are putting towards um, their service just um, to keep people from both ends safer. No, that's, so that's, that's that for me. It, that, it's that a difficult great. one. No, that sounds great though. Like it's it's like mm. for example, like as you just explained, your mum's company, they're putting all the precautions. But what about the next person as well? Like, do you know what I mean? So like I could trust mm. your mum's company because they're looking after me, they're looking after everybody, they've written this down, and more important, it looks like they want to look after themselves as well. So they yeah. forget about my house. They're even trying to put precautions in for themselves, saying that you can't be around or whatever. So that's smart and amazing business, smart thinking. But what about the next mm. guy that you know, the other cleaning comp- company that you know is cutting the corners? Usually, do you know what I'm trying to say? What about that guy that's cutting the corners yeah. And, yeah. and 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 can't afford to you know have that many gloves or this or there isn't no terms or conditions and that whatever it's, it's, it's a difficult situation to be in do you know what i mean but it's, then again it's, it's so difficult but then again i think like it's a it's a good situation for example for someone like your mum because if 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 i then now offer a special service catered to coronavirus do you know what i mean again like sorry to say in in a situation like this there's always people that are you know there's people that you know are gonna end up worse than that worse than others like businesses mm. right now are being uh, loads of businesses are getting battered. However, someone like your mum could think, "All right, cool, coronavirus is here. Uh, so let me specialize and do a coronavirus deep clean." Do you know what I mean? That's that's a yeah. good idea. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, no, um, that 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 would be sick. Yeah, man. Like it's it's just like I said, man. Um, I think a lot of companies. Um, are going to deal with a lot of these situations on a case-by-case basis. However, like you said, sometimes there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to try and cut corners. And in in this current climate, cutting corners isn't what you should be doing. We've got all the time in the world right now. Why, we, what are you cutting corners for? For that check, bro. <laughs> no, one's, no one's got nowhere to be. Like, if you can save some money. Just to ensure... Well, just to ensure that you're 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 um you're covering your backs from a safety perspective. That's what I think is what is um is the reoccurring theme here because the the government keep in all of their speeches is like, Oh yeah, you know, we need to think about like restarting the economy. But it's not necessarily about the safety of people. You're telling people that they should be able to go back to work. But look at the the speeches on Sunday. On Monday, you should have seen how, or I don't, I don't know if you guys have seen how packed the tubes were. I saw the vigil. What other means are going to, for the working class, what other means is there for, for people to get to work? Listen, people have to work. I'm not even mad at them getting, like, you know when you see the um the videos, they come out and people spin them with their agenda or look at the public, um not listen, look how packed the buses are. Brother, people got to get to work. Not everyone's got the luxury of, Working from home. Um, oh yes, yeah. this is this is no dig. There's no dig at the public. Yeah, no, not not, not, not saying you, um, but that's how it gets spun. So the people at the lower end of the food chain, they become the scapegoats or people that you can flog. But really and truthfully, it's not on them. Like 
So what what industry are you talking about? I heard them speaking about construction. There's certain industries where like, brother, you you ain't laying bricks from your house, innit? <laughs> you gotta go to work, bro. Oh, this is it. <laughs> you gotta go it. to work. So and I gotta pay these bills. They're talking about furlough from eighty to possibly sixty percent. Like niggas gonna start robbing. It's coming. The stereotypical image of a construction worker or a builder, they're not the most hygienic. <laughs> so it's like that's a fact mm. how is it going to prevent the outbreak another outbreak that's, we still have to get through the summer people are going to come out naturally with, without any instructions from any government official when it gets to 28 degrees it's going to be crazy bro it doesn't need to be that a little 20, 21, something like that's all, we, that's all we need. You're going to see the shorts, oh, the Havianas. Let's go to the park. Yeah, it's let's coming. Let's go to the park. And yes, yes, yeah, mad. How do you it's lot mad. feel about, um, obviously, when the when the outbreak first first happened, a lot of people on social media are doing the whole, you know, stay at home, social distance. Everyone's obviously getting in their soapbox and telling their followers and anybody that will listen what to do. But now that we've got a bit further on, and some of those same people, obviously, through your social medias, you can see them barbecues linking up and that what are your opinions on those people that are are less quiet about social distancing and are doing their thing bro man I think it's um, it's careless to some degree because when they're doing their own thing it's not just with one other person Mm. Um, which even with that, it's, it's bad enough as it is, but it's a very minimal risk with that one person. But then if you've got 10 other people there, yeah, Ooh. from different places, different walks of life in one place, it's you're increasing the risk massively from just one other person to 10 others. And like they said, one person could have it without carrying any symptoms at all. Bro, and then cause... before you know it, you may have it. Someone else in your family, in like, um, contracts it, and then, you know, they won't be able to beat it. And then, where do you go from there? Oh. All for ribs, ribs and sweet corn. Could have stayed in your yard. Bro, ribs that you can well a barbecue you can have in your own house in the comfort of your own home. Yes, Bro. not everyone has a garden. Neither, n- neither do I. Neither do I. But man can. You know, man's got oven grill. I can make a burger, sausages. <laughs> what, like uh, this nigga lying, man? I know man's eating rustlers. Step out on the balcony, <laughs> Naji. Nah, Where's he? Man, that plastic burger. Man, man gets my 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 stuff from from good places. I trust you. I yeah, trust you. Rustlers a uni diet, man. No, but I was a school in school, bro. I remember being going um Brayard's a shop near school. Getting bread in the morning. Imagine, man's at breakfast in the house, you know? Like, there's never not breakfast and in the house. Man, I'm going rustlers. Bro, it's like maybe what? 10 to 8? No, maybe about like half 8, because school starts about half 8, 20 to 9, and that. Man are buying patty, cocoa bread, rustlers burger. <laughs> this is all before 9 o'clock. That's lawless. <laughs> I'll be slumped in lesson, bro. Real talk. Bro, I'll be slumped. I don't know how we did it, bro. When you think about it, by that time, though, we was flipping playing ball like three, day, three times during the day. You're playing ball mm. before before school starts. 
playing maybe Fam, the, the first The had mad energy as you. Hey, do you know what I was thinking, yeah? Energy. Funny, like, on your bullpen, yeah? Because sometimes I think to myself, like, and I've been thinking about this randomly, yeah, like, over the past few weeks. You know, we used to just, like, bang ball in our, in our school uniform, mad sweaty, goal lesson, walking. <laughs> and I just, Fam. I, I think about this all the time. I was thinking, wait, 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 wait. Was I just banging balls sweating on the summer? That yes, yes. That's yeah. what mum was doing. Mum was yeah. playing ball bef- before school in my good, good Wallabies. I remember, I'm not like, I remember maybe year 70, year nine, I was buying the um, shoes on Wallabies, innit? Mumsy wasn't on the Ben Sherman. Mumsy wasn't having the Ben Sherman 65 pound Wallaby, innit? So he's firm in the 20 pound Wallaby. So mum was scuffing up the Wallaby. So obviously she's like, nah, you ain't respecting the shoes. Bro, by like year 10 and that, obviously I got a look of my own little peas. When I got the Ben Shermans and that, I packed the Astros in the bag to mm. pattern up and play properly. But yeah, we was banging, you banging ball like three yeah, times during the day, bro. It, bro. Well, you see certain man's like collar of their shirt all brown. Brown and that. Fam. <laughs> bro, the sweat's leaking over to that because the dirt's usually in the inside of the collar. Fam. Man's going to be on the outside done. here. Yeah. Bro, certain <laughs> dons, the sweat was leaking. Leaking. <laughs> Hmm. Come like they had a paisley shirt. It was mad, cause and uh, even 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 when you think about it, even worse than that, yeah, we was banging ball in the rain. So it's raining now. You're you're all dirty, whatever. You rain, no care. Sleep, you're just no, banging bro. ball, bro. Like the love for the football. desire was was nuts. Was new the, des- the desire. Bro, <laughs> the desire for football. The desire was, crazy. was like, fam. I was like, this desire yeah, is like. Only of like the 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 top professionals. Real talk, like the 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 Michael Jordans, the the Cristiano Ronaldo's. Um, Come on, elite man. mentality, elite mentality, bruv. Like no matter what, like what what a little rain, rain. Nah, lift. I'm out here, blazer. What, brother? We had a Donny in our year that was diving on concrete. His brother was yep. crazy. Like he was like he was That's proper on being a keeper. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what's funny? Yeah. Like in every section subsection of london yeah you've got a similar person everywhere Fact. Mm. because i remember a donny that would be diving across the concrete to save mm. or to tackle and i'm like right this don's ready to risk it all like like and obviously coming up in our area a lot of us have gone through the trenches like so if you look at our knees there's bare scars oh, firm. like do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, um, certain man of this era just born straight into four generation pitches. Bro, oh, you should come to Dulwich Hamlet. Like... There's a pitch behind Dulwich <laughs> Hamlet, yeah? 1G. It's 1G, bro. You know, you know, you know when you yeah, get a cut and you get the mm. sand in the, yeah, it's them ones. <sighs> bro, it was, it was. 1G, bare sand. And a certain donors turn up with molds or blades to play on that. Mm. Bro, you just play with whoever you play with, bro. I, I fully remember one time when I was in school like, even talking about the school shoes thing, like, I had an up-and-down school shoes uh, scenario, like, through my years in school and that. So, obviously, first you start with the dad shoes. Well, that was me, anyway. Start with the dad shoes, and then you progress to whatever ah. it's called. Ah! So, ones. Whether, whether that be, like, wallabies or kickers. But I remember one specific time when I was on ball, mm. yeah? My mum was like, cool, I'm going to give you these peas, yeah, to go get your school shoes, and also you can buy... I think it was maybe like a jumper, something to do with my school uniform, innit? It's like, cool, just buy that and then bring it back, innit? Anyway, man's going there. But you know when you go and you just, you, you, your eye catches the, the sports shop. 
So I'm like, right, let me go to the sports shop. Let me see what's popping in there, yeah. Man seen Predators, the new Predators. I've said, ah. I've said, nah, fuck it. Need the Preds. <laughs> Need the Preds. I bought the Preds with my school shoe money. My mum was so pissed, bruv. She was so pissed. <laughs> but you have to take it, bruv. I was willing to not have school shoes. I, in fact, I was willing, even at, at the cool times, to have dead school shoes so I can have football boots. I needed the mm. desire I had to play football, yeah. I said, fam, I don't care what school shoes I have. I want to go and kick ball and I need to have the best football boots rather than the best school shoes. Facts. And the thing is, is that back in the day, yeah, the Predators, like now, now um, you can get so many different colorways of Predators. Mm. Yeah. Back then, you basically, you, you probably just had the, the one colorway Fam. with like, it's all black, Fam. the white stripes yes. and the red tongue. Fam. That was it. Nowadays, yeah, you can get custom made like where it's just all black. So mm. you can kind of style it yeah, out yeah, as school yeah, shoes, yeah, innit? Yeah, yeah. So it, you, all, all purpose crep, innit? Mm. Yeah. Now, I mean, back then, bro, like, and and my school, yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, no trainers allowed, no trainers allowed. Obviously, like, year nine and below, they used to obey, innit, the rules. Mm. Certain man in year 10 and 11 later, bruv. Later. Black Air Forces, workouts, Stan Smiths. Mm. But them I'm already written off. Like, they, they, they knew yeah, they'd done this work, complete GCSEs. No, they were finished. Lie. I don't think yeah. that, that couldn't have run in my school. Like, my school was so strict. Like, mm. us, uh, my school is actually, you see, uh, my school is the worst and the best school. Well, currently not the best because Brampton Manor took over in regards to Newham, minute. But at that time, they're like the justice yeah, them man, them man adjusted it. <laughs> but like, at that time, we was better than them in regards to like education. But we were so mm. bad. But then we were On so like, well. but but because it was a Catholic school, like we were so strict. And most of us, like ninety nine percent of us, definitely listened to the teachers. Like I remember, there's a time where you know kickers were in style, and then bare people used to get the stitching. My school said, nope, you have to get the black stitching. You have to black out your stitching. Have to put the mm. polish on it or whatever, and everybody Jesus. was like, "All right, cool. like, like, everybody patterned spray up." Spray painting their crap. Yeah, yeah, everybody patterned up still. That's good, man. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we spoke about schools last week, last episode, um, and the the funny thing is, is that like at least your school had a balance <laughs> in like cruddiness and like you know people being smart academically. Mm. Like with us, uh, it didn't really go down that way but it's all right we moved mm-hmm. <laughs> ours was cool we had a we had a nice little balance though you know what spot our thing was um as soon as the gang thing become crazy crazy mm. that's when it started like the year group after me that like, they're the ones that started the whole pyg thing it's that little batch that they yeah, they've finished yeah yeah done just went nuts yeah mm. done bro because even us like we like we were we had a nice little level like even with the whole like uniform stuff we had a nice little finesse where if you wear trainers to school, they will take them off you for the day. You have to wear plimsolls for the whole day. So, man, were doing the wearing their beat up kicks, knowing mm. they're gonna get called out and that, getting plimsolls, and that's what they used to kick ball in and that, mm. protecting their their their, their trainers that they kick ball in. Mm. And you're man, just taking dead old crepes, dead feelers, and that your dad's feelers. <laughs> Sitting in the headmaster's uh, do office. You know what? Yeah, it's funny because like after a certain time, there was a period where like. Plimsolls was like kind of on trend. It was, bro. It was. It was kind of. It was on trend still. It was on trend still. Do you know how? Do you know how crazy it was? Yeah, to wear boot cuts 
and, and plimsoles. Plimsoles. and then your jean will be cutting at the back. <laughs> the jean was cutting because if even if you had forces, yeah, the boot cuts is still like hugging up the like it's overpowering the fam. air force. So imagine wearing like plimsoles, plimsoles, family. Fam. And I had a pair once, yeah, and I'm like, when I was going out raving in the winter. <laughs> And you're in a fucking queue, bro. Blitz. Blitz. And you can't even wear mad thick socks yeah, yeah, with a plimsoll. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Because it looks one. like your feet are like bursting out of the plimsoll. Mm. So I'm like, Rob, why did this ever like catch on, fam? That's, that's... And then I see a Donny on the timeline like about a month ago mm. saying that like he wore his he wore his plimsolls out and it was raining. Oh. And then he got home and the whole thing oh, <laughs> just... My God. Open like one pinata, bruv. Um, no, do you know what it is, yeah? No, no disrespect, yeah, Vans, but that's why I don't wear Vans. Like, I'll swear yeah. that. <laughs> it's all good. No, because it it reminds me of that time. It reminds, like, it reminds me. Of, like the thing is, I've I've even gone into the van shop, yeah, and I've actually mm. like wore it, and I was like, nah, you, you tried, didn't you? Like, you tried. I'm gonna try. I tried. Yeah, I tried to do yeah. it. Like even I wanted like, it to high, work. The higher ones are cool as well. Even like Converse's, mm. they all remind me of the same thing. And I, I love the crypt. I actually love Converse's. Like I love I like, mm. like the higher ones. I, I like the way how some people style them. I'm like, oh, cool, yeah. This is stylish and whatever. But I can't do it, man, because it just reminds me of that time, bruv. And then even when I put on a crepe, it's, it's so similar. And I was like, fam, I used to sprint in these like, for, for like flipping sports day and that, man. Like, I can't do Bro, it. Bro, it's all mad, but... The Converse style shoe is like just being popularized even more now that like high end brands are are collaborating. The Dior with it. thing. You've obviously got the yeah, you've got the Dior's, you've got the Comme de Garçons mm. with the um with with Converse collaborating. Mm. So like nowadays, everyone's checking out the the kind of crepe that you're wearing. Do you have the red heart on your Converse um, or nah? Oh nah, yeah. <laughs> what you gonna say? You got feeling the, the design of Converse? What do you reckon? <sighs> Um, yeah, do, do you know what? Um, I like it. I even, I was even contemplating copying a pair. Um, but I'm just like, my foot type, as I've gotten <laughs> older, yeah, I've been, I've been more honest with my foot type, innit? I see, you know you're thinking it. Fam, like, cause sometimes, like back in the day, we used to squeeze our foot and abuse our feet mm. into anything just because of, yeah, this is what, the, this is what's popping at the moment. And I haven't worn Converse's in years. Mm. And my foot's quite broad, isn't it? So I was just having that worry. Like, I was like, is it that deep? But I may, I may go into the store, try it on. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then I'm going to leave them on the shelf. Stay in your lane, bro. Yeah. As for the Dior's, I'm seeing there about eight bills. And I'm like... Mm. It doesn't make no sense for me. It eight. don't make no sense. Like eight. eight of them things. No, it don't make Eight no of them sense. things, bruv. Like, when I look at things here, yeah, my, my whole rationale when buying designer trainers is you have brought me something different, like totally different that mm. no other brand is doing and it's high quality. So that's why I've actually purchased it Like, and I like it. So I've purchased it. I don't buy designer trainers that look like other trainers. So for example, yeah, like I'm off that now, yeah, but the, initially I hated Yeezys. I, I like them now. Right. But I hated right. the first Yeezys, yeah, because they looked like the Nike Rushies. 
the Nike Roshis. Yeah, and blatant I, ripoff. Blatant and ripoff. I was just like, mm. I can't buy these because these are them. Like, and do you know what I mean? So for me, I just like... And Roshis were like 70 pounds. Yeah. And I was just Nike, like, well, I, I can't you see myself. You might get a discount. Look, if you could know mm. what's on 25% off on that. Yeah. Mm. I just couldn't see myself buying them. But then obviously, as I progress, I'm like, cool, I keep seeing the easy. I've like, I've been conditioned now. And now I'm like, oh, cool, they're hard. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like I don't see the Nike Roshis anymore. Do you know what I mean? I see the Yeezys. And I feel like that's like because they've been so many pairs, I've seen them so many times, and I'm just like, all right, cool. Now you are the original, and Nike Rushies are like the, the Zug one, do you know what I mean? So, and you've, you've, you've left out an important factor as well. You're getting money now, nigga. Bruv, cut to the chase. The nitty gritty, bruv. I like that. I like that. Now you can go to your independent reseller that, that, a lot of these people have them connects mm. and to buy it right there and then, fam. You don't have to queue for nothing. Bro, Sebi's indoors smoking cigars and that on a casual... Can you imagine? Midweek and that. <laughs> man's, man's got a Cohiba on, on a school night. <laughs> I wish, bro. Oh, man. Oh, bro, man. That's funny still. Uh, we didn't even do an intro because obviously you're a returning guest. But for the people yeah. that don't know, we are back. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Come on. A good honest conversation, never hurt anyone. Yes. I want to say good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We're still quarantining. We're still out here. Off the cuff worldwide, baby. Yeah, safely. We're safely social distancing. I want to say uh, welcome back to Sebi. Thank you, lads, for having me, man. I appreciate it. Nah, man. Hit them with that. Come on, you're our guy at this point. This is what, third time, Lucky? Yeah, third time. Third time. Third time I appreciate it. I, I, like, I like returning guests. Um... It's good. It's good to have you back on in that. Yeah, me. I love to talk, so I just always love coming on like podcasts in general. Like I love you, man's podcast. Um, so yeah, like anytime I get a chance to talk, and yeah, just just yeah, to, that's just dope, to man. It. I think this is this is the first time that you've come on, and I haven't. Or well, actually, no, the first time you came on, hadn't tried less or less yet. Yeah, yeah. But um, the last time we linked, we managed to drink properly in that, and yeah, yeah got to vibe. Yeah, I still got an empty bottle in the yard, man. I'm waiting for you to come with them reseller packs. End of the month. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. That's an exclusive for us there. Yeah. How's um, how's quarantine affecting the the rum business? Ah, oh, it's interesting, man. Because, like, okay, so I'll get to the rum business in a minute, but like, say, like hospitality as a as a as a as whole. As a whole. Yeah, yeah, that's they've they've been like destroyed. Like it's it's tough. It's tough for the hospitality right now because it's one of those things where obviously it's like okay, most most companies in general can survive a recession, yeah. So they can they can survive some type of economic downturn or whatever, but no company ever 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 um, thinks of something like a pandemic actually coming in their lifetime. Do you know what I mean? So nobody ever patterns up for it or thinks ahead of the time. So a lot of uh, hospitality, uh, you know, a lot of the hospitality trade, they're at a standstill. Do you know what I mean? And for example, even a recession, a recession is you just literally reduce your income. You're probably earning less per month or per week than you was earning before, but at least you still have a business. And if you can survive it, then yeah, cool. There's companies that are literally making zero, yeah? 
like mm. a zero because people can't come in and buy, which is um, quite difficult for them. And it's, it's it's definitely an interesting time. So when it first hit, I saw like a, a, a few companies trying to like group up and do um, coronavirus, like lockdown packs and stuff like that, which I found quite cool. Um, you know, there was just grouping up you know, doing whatever they was doing uh, amongst themselves. And I thought, okay, yeah, that's quite cool. But an interesting thing as well is a lot of alcohol companies as well are struggling because what they do, what they do is, so, for example, like, if you started a company tomorrow, the first thing you're going to think is, all right, cool, I need to move volume. So the best way to move volume is to be in bars, clubs, restaurants, whatever. Do you know what I mean? So the majority of your revenue is coming from bars, clubs and restaurants and they're not buying no more. So a lot of alcohol companies that haven't, you know, that, 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 that have neglected their like website and their direct consumer stuff, they're struggling. Do you know what I mean? So they're they're struggling right now. However, for us, we've always been a direct consumer company. So people can only buy directly from our website. So immediately when lockdown and whatever was announced, we saw a 45% increase in sales. Oh, <laughs> people in the house getting turned. Exactly. Like, what, what hey, listen, that's what it is, bro. Yeah. Like Zoom parties, all these different concepts, and a, a lot of people have been furloughed, so there's nothing else to do. Exactly. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So, like, it's it's just an increase, like, in, I, I, like, obviously just from a consumer's, perspective mm. i can just see that like rah people are just at home getting turned mm, mm, mm. yeah no 100 percent. like people are just at home buying and then another thing you've got to think about it as well people don't want to queue up in the supermarkets number one two they even some people are still a bit afraid of going to the supermarkets or whatever so they're just like you know what i'd rather just order it to my house and, and stuff like that so that's kind of led me to to, to think about what we want to do um you know you know, going forward and how we want to kind of move the company going forward. And for us, we just feel like, all right, cool, right? The best thing to do is to kind of provide things to our people, direct to consumer, and make sure it just goes to their doorstep so they ain't got to go anywhere. Because you've got to think about it, even when the bars and restaurants are open, people are still going to be, you know, wary. I ain't going straight to no restaurant as soon as it opens. I, I'm not going to lie because... I, you know, I've got people in my house that are vulnerable, so I'm not just going to go there and just put them at risk. Do you know what I mean? I'm still going to wait, see see what's popping or whatever. So there's going to be people that, that that's out there. And then, so for us, we're just going to see what we can do for them, what we can do for people at home. And yeah, just try and make the best experience for people at home. So whether that be cocktails, whether that be refill packs with different things with like, with like menus and like, you know, cocktail menus and stuff like that in the packs and stuff like that. So that's what we're trying to look at and see what we can do going forward. Yeah, that's dope, man. Um, yeah, I here to serve the people. Exactly. Um, you know, like what the, the product that you have is um, something that is is just quite popular in society anyways. Yeah. Like alcohol is a big industry. Um, and if you're coming up with like, um, you know, d- different types of techniques for people to indulge into in into your brand mm. then you're gonna you're gonna see some longevity there mm-hmm. because like even when i um scroll the timeline and i see um 
posts from from Las Olas. Mm. I'm seeing like different um, cocktail recipes, mm. like and like me, I'm a simple guy in it. Mm. Like I, I don't really like do this whole cocktail mm. thing. But then when you're when you're at home and you've and you've got the rum there, you're thinking, hmm, I want to try something different. Mm. Where am I going to get inspiration from? Where better to go on the Las Olas page and look at the kind of recipes that you have? Mm. And, you know, I'm just going to take inspiration from that because outside of alcohol, I'm starting to see people cooking more, like being more experimental with their recipes and mm -hmm. what they're trying to to achieve in a kitchen and stuff like, and that can easily transcend to the kind of drinks that they have. People are out here buying like, cocktail makers like from amazon mm, so mm. people are really getting like their their mixologist yeah, bag 100%. on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna even indulge in that man get a little cocktail set see what i can make up muster up and stuff yeah Do you know like, when i knew i was finished though is when, oh. I, when i was contemplating buying an air fryer that's when I was done out here. I think we think about that today you know like i, I keep seeing no, it finished, and i was just like I, I, I may do it i may do it Bro, I don't are they expensive? Do you know? I think they're like sixty pounds from what I saw. They're not okay. expensive, but it's just because, like, I know deep down, in the long run, I'm not going to use it that much. I know, Facts. but right now, what are the benefits of it, though? You don't cook with oil when you're frying food. Okay, you just literally put it in, and it <laughs> that fries. sounds beneficial to me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> coming where we come from, I come from a generation yeah, of palm oil, oil. Thing, man. Do you have any yeah. oil? oil. Yeah, no, hey, do you have a hoyer? Yeah, hoyer. Do you have a hoyer? <laughs> 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 oh, man. Hey, nah, that's, that sounds like a vibe. No, yeah, no, bro. That sounds like a vibe. I'll send you a link. I think air fryer might be the wave, isn't it? So that that, that, that might be the one. So what you saying, Sebi? So 45% upturn. Oh, yeah. And then... Since, since Corona's... Um, hit us that was like the first few weeks and then of it, it leveled out and then last bank holiday um uh it kind of increased again the difficult thing with this the difficult the, the difficulties we've faced during corona hasn't really been a sales issue it's been more of a logistics issue so because for example our warehouse they're running on a skeleton crew so we're not in our warehouse our where my our warehouse is two hours away from london yeah so we literally I do things from online and then I speak to people on the phone and like, you know, we sublet the work. So I'm, I rely on other people to do these things. So for example, if somebody was going to put in an order today, I would email, I would send the details. They would, they would get the bottle of rum. But what one thing that's, that's difficult is that there's so many alcohol companies that use this same warehouse. So it's literally, okay, they've got a skeleton crew. So usually when I'd put in an order, so usually when I'd put in an order, I'd get my reference number for DPD who would collect it the next day or the same day. Now it's taking two, three days or now there's no communication and it's difficult because I'm having to relay to the, to the customer that like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to say, listen, it, like one, one or two things that happens, either DPD doesn't pick it up because they've hired a bunch of new drivers or the warehouse haven't picked the order, but people can't understand that. And it's literally not for them to understand, but it's literally the, that's the, been the biggest issue right now. It's a logistics thing. And it's just like things issue. out of your control, basically. Oh yeah. Like, and it's it, like, when I say these things cause me extreme anxiety, 
Like as in, <laughs> fam, I won't be able to do anything that day until these things are sorted. So like, there'll be like one person that will message, that'll email and say they haven't received their order from like 10 days ago. And even if it's just one person, I have to find a way to sort it out. And then even if I do sort it out, something happens. Like for for example, today, today, um, today, uh, I had a bunch of orders that I needed to pick to 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 be picked up. The where our warehouse is is very very simple, very very simple. I've been there; it's easy to get to. All the normal DPD drivers pre coronavirus know how to get to get to the warehouse. This guy from DPD calls me and then cuts the phone. I call him back. No, he didn't pick up. I call him back. Doesn't pick up. Okay, cool. I call back in an hour. Uh, he doesn't understand English. Cool. I call the warehouse. I call the warehouse. I say, listen, this driver's supposed to pick up these parcels. And mind you, some of these parcels are delayed as well. This driver's supposed to pick up these parcels at this time. And he got there, drop called me and didn't pick up. Uh, sorry, he's on his route. Um, I can't tell him to go back. That's another day delayed. Like and that things like that cause me extreme anxiety because I know there's just what like I know there's this customer that they've had their delayed parcel from maybe like ten days ago and that's the first time they've bought from us. And wow, I know okay. they're not buying they're never buying again because it's been delayed. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So every time something like that happens, I think of oh shit, this person's definitely not gonna buy again. And I don't blame them because they've had to wait so long for their parcel, but it's literally out of our control. Like, if I could physically go there and they'd let me in, I'd do it myself. Like, even last bank holiday, I had to send, like, a serious email. I said, listen, I'd sent, like, everybody, I'd sent, like everybody's um, stuff for, for the bottles to be picked. And my man was telling me, oh, yeah, we've got so many people, whatever, whatever. Obviously, we're running on a, on a skeleton crew trying to use the coronavirus sympathy thing. I'm like, listen, coronavirus has been here for seven weeks. Prior to every bank holiday, the maximum this has taken is two, three days. I sent it to you seven days ago. There's no excuse for you not to give these orders, yeah? Because bank holiday, you know people just want their stuff for bank holiday. They don't care what you're what you've got going on. They need to have their drink for bank holiday. I'm like, listen, this is it. I need to get these orders out for bank holiday because people are gonna be upset. He sends it within an hour. But that's that's what you're like you're dealing with, isn't it? You're dealing with people putting this big company in front of yours and that company in front of this. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's 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 all it's all it's all a politics game. So, but the thing is, like going forward, we know what we need to do now. Like we know we need to get our own warehouse locally, which is a difficult task because of some of the licenses involved, and then also hire our own drivers. That's like the two most important things to do. Hmm. Sounds like a headache to me, Probably boy. It's a headache every day, um, man. Yeah. yeah this is for CEO imagine. Twitter, for them men that want to be their own boss. Can you um, see? <laughs> a headache every day. Like, a famous quote that I, I, I've always I've always heard about, like, entrepreneurs or, like, startups and stuff like that, yeah, where people, you're literally a firefighter. You're putting out a different fire fire every day. Like, there's something, every single day, there's something. Like, this, even if it's a little thing, or a big thing, there is something that you're going to have to sort out. So when people say, ah, oh, you people do a nine to five, 
I wish I could enjoy a nine to five. I just can't physically mm. enjoy it. It's just not me. I couldn't. Yeah. If I could mm. physically enjoy it, I wouldn't be doing this. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or if I didn't find something I loved, I wouldn't be doing this. I just happen to love rum and I happen to not love working. So for me, it's just like, <laughs> all right, cool. And I've got a purpose and I want to change the rum industry and I want to do this so everything can land for me. It doesn't have mm. to, it, it may not align for another person, but it aligns for me and that's what motivates me to keep going. But trust me, many people will come across half of the things that I've, you know, encountered and just stop because it's just not them. Mm. Oh, but it's, yeah, it's good. I mean, to, it's yeah. good to hear, though. We need to hear um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, so, mm. you know. Um, and just for the purpose of clarity, um, for anybody that is listening to you talk on this podcast for the first time, just quick rundown what your business is about, where they can find information before we get into all the other stuff we want to discuss today as well. All right, so, yeah, so um, my company is Las Olas. So Las Olas is a spice rum company. Well, spice rum is our first product, but we are thinking about different things. Uh, potentially a white rum um, is what we're looking to, to, to launch, but we're a spice rum company. And, um, yeah, what we're trying to do is kind of change the alcohol industry um just the way how it's kind of set up like even during the coronavirus i feel like it's just been it's, it's a very clicky industry like i literally feel like i'm out here on my ones like you get like a lot of brands clicking up together to do this and to do that do you know what i mean and they'll you know push each other up on whatever and for me it's just like as like probably probably one of the only black people in in this in this type of space well, there's probably like two or three other, like it's 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 a very very lonely lonely space. So what I'm trying to do is kind of change that, and especially the the concept around rum as well. I'm trying to kind of bring more of my people into the rum, and um, yeah, just 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 stick along for the journey. Um, you can find, funny enough, we've only got a hundred bottles left, but yeah, you can um, go on our website, which is. Uh, lasolasrumclub.com so l-a-s-o-l-a-s rumclub.com um and yeah in the description as well yeah 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 and but to be fair i'm I'm super super thankful like super super thankful super grateful because the amount of support like everybody's giving me especially you you lot like coming on this podcast it's been amazing do you know what i mean appreciate you appreciate you man like really really helpful um again as i said like we've done really well. Like I speak to other CEOs of different rum companies on different alcohol companies and we've done, so when we compare what we've done via our website to what they've done via their website, we've done more than them and we've only been out six months. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, like we're, we're getting somewhere, but we're, we're not there yet. Listen, end of the day, it's about raising awareness, isn't it? So Facts. that's what I love about these times. We anytime we've linked on our conversations outside of what's happening culturally, entertainment, politically, it's just always good to kind of just just double back and just see where things are at for your business. Well, so um, I'm 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 happy for you, and I, and I wish you more success. I appreciate um, it, bro. We're also talking about winning success. MJ documentary, Michael oh, Jordan, God, the last dance. Um, yeah, are we are we all on the same page? Everyone's seen episode seven and eight. 
Um, I'm about 10 minutes from finishing episode 8. Uh, you're good then. I finished episode 7 just before. Uh-huh. So What's going on? So, <laughs> so episode 8 I'm lacking, but I don't mind. We can talk about it because I'm not one of those Yeah, do you know that... what it... Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was going to say, like, for me personally, like, I um, I watched the first three um, episodes and I didn't go back to it again for maybe, like, another week or so. But then, like, couple of days ago i was like oh yeah like it was on my to-do list to finish it because i knew that on monday i think they released two. the the last episode right the last two yeah, episodes yeah. so i was like yeah i had to finish it and like as i started to get into like episode four onwards i was just like yeah this shit is gripping mm. like literally like didn't look at my phone didn't do anything else I barely like stopped to go and get like a drink mm-hmm. or anything. Like I just watched it throughout because I think the general consensus is that like yes, it's inspirational. Do you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it was gripping television. Mm. I just think it, it's like a dope how, documentary. How it was done. Yeah, it was dope documentary. How it was done and how they were going in between timelines and their focus on you know, certain time periods, it was, it and and different counts from different um, media personalities, players, coaches, owners, whatever. It was like, how they, was, how they were just retelling the story. It was just like, it was a special moment or a special time period to be in, even just outside of the, the, the icon himself, Michael Jordan. It was like, I was, yeah, I'm gripped. This documentary has me. Mm. I love it because um, I'll be honest. I'm not. I, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm a casual box um, basketball fan. I'm probably a little bit higher than casual, but I don't know as much about basketball as I do football, which is my first love. Mm. I can't pretend mm. like I'm watching like week in week out league games and that. I'm not there like that, innit? I'm not a basketball fan in the slightest. I'm not there like that, but I know. I know enough. <laughs> but the reason why I think this documentary is dope is because even if you are casual, even less, even if you've got no knowledge, the way it's yeah. shot is so dope that like. It brings you in and you don't feel left out. And I love the fact that like you said yeah. you go from like timeline to timeline. That's hard. I think it's dope. Yeah. I wanted to talk about like winning mentality because obviously I'll try not to do too much, but I know you don't mind, but I'll try not to do too much spoiler. Um oh. I think Michael Jordan's a psychopath. I'll say this on Twitter. I love it. <laughs> Over the last couple of days, yeah. I think Donnie is not there, but it works. <laughs> I, I love it. Like I, I, I think, love it. I think, I think he was only that type of. Well, from from what I gathered from the documentary, because it didn't really like give you much of his um, personal life, like his family life. Yes, we knew that he had a very good relationship um, with his parents, more specifically his dad, but. Um, it didn't give us insight of what he was like as a father, as a as a husband, whatever. Which cool, like that's not what it's Fans, about. You just got about... time to winning to be a dad when you're winning six championships. Hey, <laughs> hear me out. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. But he just gave me that impression of that type of person. Whenever it was time to combat, when it was time to compete, do you know what I'm saying? Like he didn't have time for anything else. And like the the um, the recurring pattern throughout all the episodes is that he always had something to spur him on yeah. whenever like 
there was a moment of doubt within, like, because he set the bar so high for himself, any small sprinkle of doubt had the whole world questioning his ability. And that was one of the things that was, like, his driving force. Like, it would take one small remark for him to be like, all right, cool, I'll show you tomorrow. Or, or, or cool, next time we, we, we face each other, you'll, you, you'll see. Or Donny will make it he, up. Yeah, or he will make it he up. That was that dog. instance where he he made he made it up to spur him on to come back because at that specific moment, everyone was saying, oh, I've never seen Michael Jordan this exhausted. Um, he's eighty percent. He's been working on a, a baseball type body, so he wasn't at his best. But he needed that. That's like that winning mentality here, where I thought it was incredible. Was that he created a scenario of this one person that was dominating that particular game where because it was like a role reversal it was like rah he's usually the dominant force on the court mm. and it was his opponent completely different and the donny probably like went off the court probably still in awe of jordan mm. but he was proud of himself for scoring like 35 like points but jordan was like all right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna use you as an example. I will show you Pepe, on, and I will show you Pepper the next game. That's elite. You man. know what I'm saying? So it, it 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 was elite, and I know that there's gonna be various different takes from people um, in regards to his mentality, especially like when they started to delve into the um, the aspect of him being a captain and a teammate, and how he used to treat his other teammates. Um. Tough love. Because, yeah, it's that tough love. And if I'm the leader of this team, I'm leading up. Like, at some points, it felt like he was... How he used to chat to them, I thought, like, right, is Donnie a coach? Or, like, is he just... When you're when you're that good, though, when you're that good... Someone that just excels. You're, like, the coach's right-hand man because you're mm. leading from performance, mm. isn't it? So, I know Sebi, I'm sure Sebi will know. I think... um. In a documentary, they and I've, when I've watched some other things, they reference um, Horace Grant, the guy with the goggles. Yes, he didn't play the broad he, shoulders. Yeah, Donny's wedge now as well. Yeah. Wedge, yeah, wedge for no reason. Just mm. <laughs> the bad, he's still wedge. Man's just wedge in the boardroom <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> he didn't play good one game. They're flying back to I think to Chicago. He told the waitress or the flight attendant, sorry, that Donny can't eat. Can't said eat. that Donny can't eat. No rice, no champagne, no shrimp, no nothing. He can't, can't eat. eat. You can't eat. You're dead out here, B. You can't, can't eat. eat. Shall I tell you the most interesting thing about Michael Jordan for me? And the thing that I don't know if I respect the most, but the thing that I look at the most and I say, that's the difference between him and everybody else. Two things. So people are going to look at the documentary and the earlier episodes and they're going to look at um, when... Um, that guy was running for mayor or whatever and he didn't donate the piece. I mean, he did donate the piece, but he didn't publicly endorse him. He didn't stand next to yeah, him. Yeah, he didn't stand next to him, yeah. right? Because all he cared about was basketball. That was his number one thing, basketball. He don't care about anything else but basketball and Jordan, the Jordan brand. However, he kept the same energy and what people won't bring this up, uh, people won't bring this up. He kept the same en energy with Rodman. You've got somebody who cross-dresses, somebody who's flamboyant. Jordan didn't care. He said, can he win? Can he contribute to me winning? 
and bring him in. Imagine, imagine what people were saying in at that time. Obviously, you got to think about it, that time. It wasn't progressive. So imagine what people were saying about Rodman all the time. People might, do you know what I mean? They must have been dissing him. Must have been saying this guy is weird. Whatever, whatever. Jordan didn't care about his whatever, whatever he was doing. He said, "Bring him on my team, yeah, because he can help me win." And that's both sides of it. It's. I'm, I, it was evident. It was, it was evident that all Jordan wanted to do was win. Win, bro. Like at any like any cost. I, and do you know what? Yeah, I wouldn't even say at any cost because at any cost means that you're gonna do like something illegal, maybe. But he was like, willing to. He was willing to put the, his career on it, though. There, there was integrity with um, his methods mm. because he wanted to do it in a way where it showcased his ability. I don't know though, right. Vans, because like I hear you, but if you watch the documentary, I remember certain points, yeah. Donny was snuffing his teammates. Yeah. Now I've, I've I'm not listen. I ain't played the highest level. I've played some decent semi-pro competitive sport in it. Yes. I am, I met a brother that's that good that he can punch me in the mouth, and I'm gonna let it go. I'm I'm letting you know yeah. that from now, bro. Yeah, yeah. Even if I was yeah, playing no, with I'm... Cristiano CR7, you hit mm. me, I'm throwing the kitchen sink at you. Correct. Yeah, yeah, of course, and um, and this is just alluding back to what I was saying. It like it, him snuffing his teammate had nothing to do with what he could do on a court. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I I was just speaking on the perspective of like, regardless of the fact that he spoke to his teammates in that way, which I I wouldn't stand for in it, and I've played in games where, you know, bumped head was bumped bumped heads with a couple teammates what are we going to what are we willing to do from here are we are we going to scrap right here on the on the pitch or are we going to um go out and win this game cuz cuz that's what we're going to do in it and a lot of that happened behind closed doors of, of course, the, of the opponent of it happened in training in it mm. this is not me like saying oh yeah Michael Jordan is a flawless character because like I was watching that and I was like, yo, he was an arsehole for the most part in regards to like his his methods. Yeah, but if you're if you're if was... you're a winner that we allow you, imagine like let's put it in football terms, imagine um for any weird or strange reason, someone like Rory Delap was able mm. to play for Man United when we had Ronaldo and we were in the Champions Leagues, FA Cups, the league we're in everything, mm-hmm. yeah. If Ronaldo tells Rory Delap here to shine his shoes and that Brother, you might have to shine the shoes because if I see our seven, you, <laughs> you ain't playing Champions League football, bro. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I get it on that level. And at the end of the day, yeah, is we only allow up, it because it? you're a winner. If you don't yeah. win, nah. I think, I think... There was... The, oh, God, man, there, there was an important thing that he said to kind of like really put it into perspective. He said that if you ask anyone, yeah... I didn't ask anyone to do anything that I didn't do myself. Fact. And I felt that was like, that was great because he was like, the Donny that he punched, he was like, that man came into the team off the back of our success, mm. 91, 92, where I came, no one, no one was batting an yeah. eyelid at Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They weren't a winning side. Yeah. We've been through the trenches and then I come back and everyone's all smiling and shit. <laughs> like it's a game. 
we still have work to do in it. Mm. If we want to keep at this level, bro, I'm here to compete. If you ain't here to compete, then the door's over there, innit? And I think that's important to have on in any team. Facts. Facts. In any team. Like, sometimes the delivery can be way too harsh, innit? Mm. But when you've got someone that's putting themselves on the line, like, I think in the earlier episodes, he was like, ah, oh, there's a... um." I can't remember the percentage that the doctor told him that you might get injured. Ten, and he's like, well, what's the... You'll never play basketball again. And he was like, but there's a whole 90% there. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm trust. I'm betting on myself, innit? Yeah. Let me bet on myself and then go out there. And it worked. And that was just an example of risk. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let me put this risk on myself, on my body, my career, mm-hmm. And then see what it does. He gambled on that and then it it worked mm. at the end of the day, innit? So this was this was someone that really like put everything on the line just to succeed. Mm. And it it stopped I, I guess in the documentary they they kind of stopped focusing on the whole MVP aspect. They were more on the NBA championships mm. because it will put him against like the greats that had already been dominating like the Magic Johnsons and Larry Birds. Yeah. Um, and that's what he wanted to achieve, you know? Um, and it's just crazy how like man dips out into a different sport and comes back still in a madness. Mm. And I was thinking like, I don't know if it was only me. I was I was like watching it. I was like, bruv, how old is Donny? Because um, <laughs> he's been playing for time. Um, and then he goes and plays another sport and then he comes back. And I'm like, bruv, how old is my, my man? But, they, but in basketball, you come into school quite young, like 18, 19, 20. Okay. You can come at that age. And if you're good enough, you come at that mm. age. And so... Back then, wasn't it, wasn't it like harder to really be a standout? the younger you are whereas like because if if i'm if i'm watching it correctly like when was he like at the top at what age was michael jordan when chicago bulls won their first championship hmm. we have to go and look he wasn't he was still a young man because he, yeah. he he joined yeah. the team like fresh from college done... and stuff like okay yeah. like, they, they, they do draft, they do draft picks in it so Okay, yeah, yeah, straight from the college, yeah. isn't it? So if you're good That's enough, you still had a hairline, bro. He's a firm for me. Uh, what I just find just so crazy about this thing because for me, like, 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 even when you look at the start of his journey, like not making the team and then coming back and making the team, like, as a kid, like, so it wasn't mm. like he was naturally, like, he wasn't naturally gifted from the outset. It was like he worked and, oh, shit, there is gift there. And then he worked and worked and worked. Like, I just felt like that was sick. And then in regards to, like, the mentality aspect of, like, punching your teammates and whatever, I don't know, though. Like, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> like, like hold that bang. yeah, is man on board or not? Like, that's that's what I need to know. Mm. Like, are you on board or not? Like, I've been, I've been playing football. Like, I've been playing football and I've shouted at people, like, like I'm their parents, but and I'm not the best player on the field that by any stretch. But people just mm. know me. Like I want to win. Like I need to. Win. Like I want to mm. win. Yeah. And yeah. Like when this is when this match over, we're going to be calling it. 
But on the field, if you're fucking up, like I'm, like, I'm gonna be the first. I'm gonna be the first. Like and like, if we have to fight, then we have to fight. But I just feel like, like, fam, I, I, like in, in regards to like that, yeah, that aspect of it, I could relate to, man, because maybe it's just me, the fact that I, I still don't know how to problem solve or whatever. But fam, when it comes to like winning, like you just have to do anything, bro. Like you, you have to really do anything. Like you have to do what it takes. And then if people on your team are not on board, then fam, you have to do what it takes to either get them on board or like, do you know what I mean? Get rid. And that's what he, he used to say. He, he had the, yeah, he had the, the rare um, components of having ability and fam. like serial winning mentality. Those one. components don't. <laughs> those components don't come within every player. Mm. Otherwise, you're gonna have um, a bunch of other Michael Jordans running around. Like that's generational talent right there. Facts. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm watching like certain things here, and I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm not on this basketball team. I never had any interest in playing it, but I could just imagine, yeah, so many different scenarios where. The Donny can do everything. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing Donny defend. I'm seeing Donny dunk. I'm seeing Donny like shoot from like mad far, and he's hitting the hoops every time. Yeah. I'm like, this is this is insanity. Yeah, fam. he's he's um. I'm alright, so his stats are like I think for every season he was in the league, was it like thir- average like thirty or thirty five points every yeah, game? Yeah, I think so. When when you when you when you when you weigh up like. That level of consistency is crazy. Yeah. I do feel that, that with the documentary, and the fact he even did the documentary does show some slight level of insecurity just with, like, there's, I don't know if it's in episode seven or eight when he actually cries when he's talking about, like, how he comes across. It is mad to see someone yeah. like him who is a billionaire, adorned in the sport, legend, icon status, go status, like, it's, it's clear, like, he still wants a little bit to be liked. Mm. It's, it's mad to think that Michael Jordan thinks he's not liked. Like, think of everything we've just said now, yeah? Donnie still feels like he's not liked because of how he's interacting with teammates, press, etc., all that stuff. I'm not even going to lie. There's nothing Michael Jordan can do to make me not like him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> like, fam, that is, like, my favourite sports person ever. And this yeah. kind of, like... Doc, this documentary has just compounded everything. Like, just I just respect greatness in it. Like, see me, yeah. For example, yeah, I troll a lot when it comes to like Drake in it. Everybody knows I love Drake, mm. but I play on it because everybody knows that I like Drake in it. Whatever. But the main, my main thing with Drake is just the greatness. I don't care mm. more so if you don't like his music or his music has fell off or whatever. But what he's done in regards to stats and you know, things that he continues to do in regards to that sense and how long he's been on the top of it. I just love greatness. That's it. Whatever you do, I just love you being great at that. Do you know what I mean? Like, whether you like him or not, if you're great, you're great. And there's a reason behind the... the, There's a reason behind the fact that there can only be one. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's only a certain few or a crop of people that are a cut above the rest because you're going to get like names within any field that are going to come and go. Oh yeah. Like, you know, this person was great for let's say three or four years, 
but then there's just this one person that like everybody remembers mm. and there's a reason for it. And even just touching um, on what Foles was saying about his insecurity and that moment where he got teary and he was just like, yo, like cut to the break because of, I think maybe around a certain time he didn't, when he was playing, he didn't really get to internalize the flack that he was getting um, in, in, in that way where we can all see. So it's like, rah, like, what do you mean? Kind of thing. Like, you know, I did this because I wanted to blah, blah, blah. And he wanted everyone to kind of understand his mentality and see where he was coming from. Because like, you're literally the driving force of everyone else. Like he's the reason why we got a confident Scotty Pippen, even though Scotty like flourished when um, Mike went to play in baseball, like he allowed him Scott to- is a bitch, man. He, he, he was, yeah, he up. was. Scott is a but, bitch, man. Big bitch, man. But, but I you respect can see it as the well. difference. You, you can see the difference. Like not, not everyone's going to be the super alpha alpha as Michael was in it. But then you saw- Scotty, when he first arrived, to how he was fully in his stride as a basketball player. Ooh. Yeah, but like if you're coach, if you've got a play like you've got like a sec, like two seconds left, yeah, and they're saying we're going to pass to this Donny, worst case scenario, bet on yourself, get on the court, and you take the shot. If because yeah. like you've got them, I'm talking real in football terms yeah. now, man's on the pitch and you know, just past the mind. Remember Sunday League, you got the, yeah. the big, the big black who's six foot two yeah. up front and that, you just, just past the Donny, yeah. brother. I can score a screamer from like thirty yards, you yeah, know. Yeah, If you're if you bet on yourself that much, take the shot then. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Can't, you can't, you it, can't it, sit it out. Was, it was, it was, it was, it was based on Phil Jackson's instruction that the Croatian Donny was going to be the one to take the shot. Mm. So he was like, "If I'm not going to take the shot, I'm, I'm not going to be involved yeah. in the play leading to that shot." He caught life. I was like, because if Donny missed the shot. He would have Scott got finished. Yeah, uh, he still got like th- th- that victory was bittersweet. Yeah, because they said that they'll always remember it, which uh, which I respect. Yeah, them. like in 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 the tunnel and in the changing room. Yo, like what what the fuck was that? Mm. How can you bail out on us, bro? When their teammates cried, Donny cried. And said, you let us down. <laughs> you, let, you, you let you let Nas down. Nas down. <laughs> <laughs> you let Nas down. Bro, he hey, called live, you know bro. When the when the stakes are high and like, um, this whole thing that we're competing for means so much to to us as a collective, is gonna draw out emotions in it. Like you know that Donny that like when he's scrapping, like man's crying at the same um. time. It was literally <laughs> that Donny. Donny was like, "Yo, man, like how can you just leave us in a lurch?" Um just because of your own ego, because you were the star man for that that season, he, he let his ego get the best of him. Vans, imagine we got a live show for the podcast and I say, right, if you don't let me do the intro and the outro and that, I'm not coming on stage. And I, and I, and I leave you to perform, to do the... I'm dragging you by your high top. By yourself. Are you mean? <laughs> Bruv? Rude. <laughs> bro, that is absolutely insane. No, bro. Like, but that's, that's, bro, I, I, listen... That's, he's a big bitch because he's six foot plus, big Donny. But bro, you can't sit on the bench and and do that, you know. Yeah. And he was, and he was so he didn't have, he didn't have like, um, the foresight to 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 kind of like realize that 
rah, this is much bigger than me. Like, and in basketball, the fortunate thing is, is that you can stop for a second mm. and like just just have that second thought, that that reevaluation, that quick reevaluation of what man's doing. Mm. Get on a get on a court, bruv. Because there's two, there's what? I don't even know how many seconds left. There's like 20 seconds 20, left. Yeah. Come on, my brother. Like, your presence alone on the pitch, yeah, can do a lot. 100%. Mm. But then again, yeah, even like Sod's law, Brazil. yeah, he's on the pitch and that, that play goes wrong and they, they miss. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, sometimes it's meant to happen. Sometimes I feel like that's actually meant to happen. Like, you, you, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Like, either way, it, it, it worked out for the team, but it just didn't work out for him. And yeah, we just have the benefit of, like you said, if it working out. If it, obviously, it's ifs and buts, but if it didn't work out... <laughs> Jordan, hey, Jordan listen, would man. have slapped him, bro. Bro. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. And I feel like um, there are certain um, instances and situations that, are destined to work in someone's favour. Mm. And I feel that was Phil Jackson's. Facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was his moment to make that move because there was a Donny on the other team that already knew their plays. True, true, mm. true, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, all right, cool. Let's try something new, man. We yeah. bought this Donny from Croatia for a reason. And it was also his moment to kind of, like, justify that. Of course, prove his worth as well. Even even after that, that the time Olympics, when they were smashing him up. <laughs> <laughs> when they were smashing him up. No, but you know, I respect him though. First yeah. game, they was violating him. Yeah, then he played them again. And he said, yeah, white yeah, men can jump. Bro, he's Eastern Bloc, war-torn. Yeah, war-torn. Bro, Yugoslavia. Man said, what? Man, what? I've been out here dodging grenades and that, and you lot think you can violate me? You can violate Do you know me, what I'm bro, saying? Like, a couple black brothers that's, up, that's so. come over to European soldiers. Yeah, bro, you know, you know he was saying bare necrosis under his breath. Yeah. Hundred, hundred. Zizak. Man was on the court calling them man Snoop Dogg and Tupac. You know they only know you. You know, there's only little three or four artists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fam, it's, it's crazy, man. And um, um, another another aspect of that documentary was um, the inception of uh, the Jordan brand Fam. with Nike. Yeah. 250 racks oh. was what they paid him at the start? 250. Yeah. And it was and, meant to bring three, three mil in three million how many seasons? Three mil. Yeah, what, and, no, they wanted him to uh, in, uh, uh, sell three million shoes. Three million shoes, in, okay. Um, in in the first year, I believe. Yeah. Is it first year? Yeah. Yeah, and then they did a hundred and something, hundred and twenty-four million. Yeah, hundred twenty-four, something like that. Hundred twenty-five. Uh, that would be renegotiation. Must have been crazy. I would have been sat. I would have been stuck, stood on the table like Bobby Schmurder. Yo. Yeah, straight. <laughs> Sign me up. New contract. Fam. And and the thing is, is that like they were close to never even. Going with Nike in the first place. Adidas, Jordan's mum was like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. So um Adidas wasn't ready. Mm. Um started looking at other places and stuff. And then his mum is like, Yo, you're getting on that plane. Mm. Even if even if you don't like what they have to say, you're gonna listen to them. Exactly. Yeah, Go over there. Only your mum can say that to you. Right. His agent wasn't gonna persuade him in that way. Only a parent. Mm. Would have been like, oh, oh, you getting on that plane? Oh, yeah, come on, <laughs> little nigga, you getting on that plane? <laughs> yeah, Mumsy was in her bag though, man. I think that's dope. Even though whilst we're talking about shoes, and I know Seb was saying earlier about like 
um, <clears throat> like you respect the winning, yeah. Um, and I think you you highlighted the um, the political thing. That's the one area of Michael Jordan where I think he's still like whether he wants to admit it or not. Like I think it still haunts him a little bit how he's perceiving the black community because mm. he did he didn't stand next to the Donny publicly. I've forgotten the mayor's name, but he did endorse him with money in it. He did Ooh, finance him. In it. He sent he sent him some peas. I think it's like thirty bags, whatever. Mm. But he was overheard on a plane saying. Republicans buy right. sneakers, sneakers too. too. From a business standpoint, I respect you. You don't want division. Mm. Listen, you need white and black, yellow, brown, blue, everybody to like you and buy your stuff. But we're over here. As your stars rise and you get more and more money, it's like you're like you're not in reach anymore. Mm. And you had the opportunity to maybe, you know, you know how um Muhammad Ali is just like one of the greatest black people ever. That's how I feel a lot of people look at him, just mm. because Donnie put stuff on the line, went jail, like stood next to people, wasn't afraid. He's an activist. He's an activist, essentially. That's one area of Michael. I'm not saying everybody has to be, where I'm like, yeah, it, it, it haunts you a little bit. Like, it gets to you. And I, and I get why people look him a little bit funny. 100. Because of that. No, I, I definitely understand. Mm. I definitely get that as well. The only thing, the only thing that allowed me to understand that part of it is the Dennis Rodman thing, because he was straight down the middle, and I know they're not the same thing, but they are basically are, are they're on the opposite scale, like of the same line. You've got somebody that is interested in politics, somebody that's not interested in politics, and somebody yeah. that's not interested in like social, whatever that social divide is or whatever. He just cares about himself, which is the He's main thing. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. the fact that you got to think about it. it, like in that time, yeah, think about the black community, even probably now, yeah, super homophobic, super homophobic, super transphobic, whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. At that time, he requested, like I, I, people don't understand how big that is because it because they kind of they overshadow it with the other thing they overshadow it with Jordan winning they, or, they, to for another black guy to just say fam I want this eccentric guy I don't know if he's I don't know he's a cross dresser he paints his nose whatever bring him to my team I just I just want to win like and just to not care about that for me I thought that was sick I thought that was massive I just thought raw like okay man didn't man didn't man didn't care about that and like again, as as they alluded to, people were saying things behind Dennis Robbins' back, and do you know what I mean, whatever. Bro, Jordan's like, fam, this guy can rebound the ball, bring him to my team, and that's where I say, alright, cool. Yeah, you didn't stand up for black people, um, 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 uh, publicly, but you didn't. Basically, you didn't enforce no personal views on nobody. That's basically yeah. the the end point. He didn't force his views, his personal views on anybody. Not politically, not like whatever what this sex what sex this person was with or whatever, whatever. He just was just cared about basketball winning and the Jordan brand. So that's the only reason why I say, all right, cool, fair enough. You kept the same energy. Like imagine if he if he had done this, if he had not done this, but then you're calling Dennis Rodman this guy and whatever so you're speaking yeah. out about this but you can't speak out about this that would have been my thing but for That's me fair. he kept do the same you, energy do you guys believe that you can exist as a superstar and remove yourself from any social or political issues not now yeah you, you can you can 
You can. <clears throat> not black. If you're black, not now. No, no, you no, 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 you can. You just gotta take the heat that comes with it. So like oh, yeah. if you're just a man that just goes in. Okay. As long as you know, yeah, as long as you know, as long as you're happy to sleep at night, you wanna be at a guy, the one black guy in the room, the only black guy in the village. Yeah. You wanna be that yeah. guy, you wanna get all the paper, you wanna you're as far removed from your community as you like, but you, you sleep well at night because you've got seventeen four hours and that. You're never gonna go broke. Fine, it, it can be done. It won't be an easy ride, but the saving grace for some people is the amount of money they're going to get. Well, the thing is, is that, like, I don't necessarily um, stand on the belief that you can give back to your community without being vocal about it or um, giving your opinions so many times because, like, people hold your word against you. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? You can very much be for the advancement of black people, but you just... It, you're you're not the spokesman person for it. Ooh. Do you know what I'm saying? Like because um, sometimes, like it kind of it it removes a lot of things away from the brand that you built. Yeah. And then when a lot of instances occur, people are going to start looking to you to speak all the time, and you don't even have the answers. You can't make. You maybe can't. You you may. Um, not have the ability to articulate yourself in a way that you would think it would be receptive in a positive way um, to the masses. It's very true. We just got to look at history because you've always had activists and you've had the financiers. Mm. It's always been there. Like the, yeah. the Donnies that have the paper, but you've got the voice. You've got the people. You've got a good public image. Branding has always been a big thing like, not even to get super deep, but uh, we, we always obviously know the stories uh, um, of Rosa Parks on mm. the bus. Yeah, I remember it was only like a couple of years ago I found out that not there was someone else had the same story, but the, the girl was unmarried, a teenager, and pregnant. Mm. It wasn't good from a branding point of view for her to be the face of the movement in it. So they mm. sidelined the young whore who was pregnant and got this lovely That's old the young whore. That's how they would look to her though. Mm. That's how they would look yeah. to her. Yeah, they got this You're older right. black lady. It's it's a much better and cleaner. For mm. for this issue we've got going on, that she's the face of whatever movement is happening because of what happened to her on a bus. So you always had this issue. I think it's a difficult one being black and in the spotlight. Like I remember, I don't know if you guys remember when um Stormzy's door got kicked in, mm. and I think yeah. he had I think it might mean Jonathan Ross. He had he had some late night like chat went show. on a game show. Yeah, late mm. night chat show, late night game show, and they asked him explicitly, was it a race thing? And for a lot of people, they felt like he kind of fumbled. There was opportunity to say point blank like that. They kicked my door in because of race. Donny kind of stumbled and fumbled, but I'm like, I got, I can get why my man would have messed up in that moment because, for no pun intended, heavy is the head, bro. When you're in that, when you're in that white hot space, yeah, and you're, you've crossed over I think mainstream. Were harsh. They were harsh, but you crossed over mainstream. It now. was his first, his first appearance. Yeah, mainstream television. I'll touch on that. Like, go on, uh, go on, sir. Yeah. So see that bit, yeah. Um, you got to think about it. People are still learning like day by day in it. They're learning how to address things. So Stormzy now would have 100% said, yeah, because I'm black. That's what that's what would have happened. Stormzy yeah. then, you got to think about it. Like he, this wasn't the heavy is the head, whatever. Like he is more vocal right now or has been in the past year or whatever than he was. He's at, in that position like, now. Yeah, because it was one of those things where he was learning like, could I just say this, like, what's happening or whatever? I feel like you just have to learn, like, and people, 
I feel like people expect you to have the answers right there and right then. Like, for example, right now on this podcast, isn't it, yeah? If you ask me a question and I answer it, when this podcast is over, I could have said, shit, I should have answered this this way. It's yeah. like, it's not yeah. that, like, it's not that I don't feel it or I'm not for the cause or whatever. Like, you asked me, how's my business? And I described it this way or whatever. When I come to the podcast, I could have said, oh, maybe I should have added this or whatever. These And it's also just... easy, it's also easy to say things when you're not in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I should have, oh, he should have done or this. he should have. You would have, but there's there's times where we've been in situations where we look back and we're like, ah, oh, shit, we would have, you know. How like, many times but have when you you're had in the an moment, argument with a girl and you're like, ah, oh, I should have said this, you know. I should, actually should have said this to This would have banged. Yeah, nah, this would have banged, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, people having arguments with their, with their significant other and not even getting the words, the words right. And you expect yeah. a man to get the words right first time on... Uh, mm. live TV or whatever I understand yeah. why people want you to be vocal I, I, I totally understand it and do you know what I mean but my man does a lot through his actions number one yeah. so that that should be the biggest thing what does he do for black people alright he does this and this for black people you're good man you're allowed to blah you're allowed to mess up do you know what I mean? The, in the black community, I don't think there's there's the 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 strike rule. There's no there's that oh one strike. We don't like this strike and you're out. Fam, you should be giving people some leeway. Do you know what I mean? Like give some people some leeway. Look at their strike record and say, all right, for, fam, my man's doing this, he's doing this, he's doing this. All right, cool. If you fuck up here, I'm, I'm gonna allow you, but don't don't fuck up again. We've we've warned yeah. you once, don't fuck up again, <laughs> innit? That that that's what I feel like it should that, be. Like, and 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 for me personally, this is me speaking. Something like that, yeah, um, doesn't offend me in it. Just because of the fact that, um, I know that it's probably difficult to kind of like have all the answers right there and then. So it doesn't offend me to the point where I can go out on a whim and bash someone that's just been answered a question and. To some people, like, oh, yeah, he may have dropped the ball. Yeah. Okay. Let's see how you move on the, the, the bigger you become because that's where the influence really kicks in. Because mm-hmm. at that point, it's pre-gang signs and prayer. Like, it's pre-success. Mm. It's it's the come up. Mm. It's the come up. You've managed to prove yourself again with your second album, having Heavy as the Head, um, being this super popular figure like he's he's managed to go on and and do stuff so i feel like sometimes we need people we need to see people's trajectory and and see where they end up and how they move once they get in the position where it counts of course it was just a a quick point but like i think it's good we're here there's a good segue um to this ian rat conversation i wanted to have um off the back of the i think the recent ns 10 v 10 clash Shouts out to um, Desmondsugan.com. Um, so Ian Wright went up against Julia Danuga. Then if you guys all tuned in, it was dope. It was Amazing. nice to see. This was like the biggest name they've had on there. Not disrespect anyone that's been on before, but like celeb-wise, mm-hmm. it's a stamp of approval for their brand and what they're doing. Donny um, had been sent, sent some racial abuse in a DM by some young kid. 
And mm. um, he brought it to our attention, you know. I think the kids are handing himself into the police now and he's just kind of addressed that and addressed certain issues that we've been facing. But I think there was a there was a big talking point off the back of what he was saying on the radio station, which was that like he see, he seems so gassed to be on the clash. And that was partially because back in the day his agents and people that were handling his business and his affairs had told him to kind of stay clear from the community. You know? Um and whilst we sat here talking about like giving blides and stuff, I saw like some difference of opinions. Like at night when the clash happened, it was great. Uncle Ian, everyone's bigging up. By the morning now, when the dust has settled a little bit, I saw that the opinions kind of sway a little bit. It's like, hold on. They told you to stay away and now you're back over here. What happened to control over your people? What happened to, you know, standing in the gap for us, essentially? What happened to black media? I'm sure you can attest to this, Sebi, being part of like a, a black-led football podcast and mm. how many big names will dodge you and go somewhere else and then, you know, get misrepresented. We but... was the first to call out this racism thing. Like, when it come yeah, out this racism... And that's why a lot of people don't fuck with us. Like, that's why a lot of people don't fuck with us because we was the first to call out footballers, black footballers, for not speaking out when it come to Raheem Sterling, when it come to all of these things. We was the first to just say, fuck it. Like, that you guys are not speaking out and we called them out name by name and that's why most of them are not going to fuck with us, which is perfectly fine. However, however, mm. I say, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm somebody, actions, what's Ian Wright, what's he been doing recently? Been helping out Lillian. He's been doing this for the community. Been doing that for the community. Fam, you only know what you know, yeah? If I'm educated a certain way and somebody's telling me this, 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 that, I only know what I know. I'm not, I'm, yeah. I, I don't care. I, I'm not cancelling nobody for anything they've done in the past if they've changed their behaviour. That's it. Simple as that. I don't care. I don't, I don't care what, especially if you're black. I'm giving you the, I'm giving you, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt. And he yeah. continues to prove himself. So for me, yeah. I don't care about what he done or whatever. He, his agent to him has his best interest at heart. Yeah. So you hire an agent to, Pattern moves to look after your life. His agent is looking after their life. He's looking after his life, innit? Whatever. So if his agent's saying, don't do this because you want to get into the England squad and do this and whatever, whatever, he's listening. He's listening. Black. He ain't got no other advisors or whatever. He's just listening. He's listening. He's steering his career the right way. And he's whatever he's been told to do, he doesn't know better. Do you know what I mean? And also, you've got to think about it. In that era, there wasn't people... Like, social media wasn't, you know, this... This, this, like, there, there was no social media. There wasn't anything like this where people could kind of hold you accountable. Like, where, where was the community going to hold him accountable? Where was he going to go? Where somebody going to say, "Fam, Ian, pattern up, bro. Like, you're not, you're not with us or whatever." Where was he going to have have the other side of it? Do you know what I mean? So for me, I just the scope thought, was a lot different. Yeah, the scope's a lot then. different for me. I just, I'm, I'm not on all that, man. I ain't gonna lie. I absolutely love Ian Wright. I feel like what he's doing is amazing. Um, again. Like changing young kids' lives, um, going on NS. Like he didn't need to go on NS ten v ten. He didn't. Like it's not a look for him. I promise you, it's not no, a look for not. him to go on NS ten v ten. Yeah, regardless of what anybody thinks. Yeah, he wanted to do it and he enjoyed doing it and he genuinely wanted to do it and it wasn't yeah. a look for him. So when people think, ah. Oh, yeah, like NS ten v ten is a sick platform. It's blowing up and whatever. Love it, yeah, whatever. And they think, oh, Ian's gone on it just to. No, 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 no. 
no, no, no. He wanted to do it. He was happy to do it. And he enjoyed doing it. Let's just leave it as that. Where, like, if pe- When people are doing things in the community, yeah, you need to be careful because if you tear down the people that are doing things in the community, who's left? Who do you mm. have left? Who's going to help you? The people that are complaining. Yeah, the people, people that are complaining. I think, th- I think like, just to push back a little bit, for the sake of conversation, at least, no, of good course. Um, I don't think, from what I saw anyway, I could be wrong, that anybody's looking to cancel him. It was just some honest critique of that point um, that he made that, like, yo, they told me not to be around and that's why I wasn't here. And now I'm back here. I'm, I want to be around my people. And at the end of the day, we can only judge if your actions, innit? Like you said, Reach Out Project with Lillian. I've definitely seen him do a lot more content with young black guys. So I see him with his football show, got Heady One and RV on there. I've definitely yeah. seen him on, like, Poet and Vuji's podcast. I just feel like I've seen him more around what I would call black urban. Whatever you're going to coin the term, but, like... Over the our, past our, five years, I've definitely seen it. Our mm. thing, innit? But it doesn't mean I can't say, hold on, you aren't in the necessarily the white-hot space in regards to media, your star. You've solidified your household name. We love you. You're a legend for Arsenal. But when you was, like, let's say, fresh off being a footballer and you was doing punditry, reel, reel back the tapes. Let's, let's rewind and get your highlight reel. How vocal were you in regards to issues of race and certain things? And can we add the caveats of maybe it being more difficult? You're stepping into the BBC, Old Boys Club, all these things. But those are valid critiques, especially if you... At the end of the day, you admit that at your, at your own mouth. Like, no one it coaxed out of you. Mm. I'm glad he said it, and I'm glad he was honest. I showed some regret, like, I want to be here with you guys. Mm. But at the time, when you were Ian Wright, Ian Wright, where were you? I don't think that's anything, there's anything wrong in... No, there's there's 100% nothing wrong with that, yeah. But what people have to understand, yeah, is being a footballer is totally different. Like, footballers only recently started talking about social issues. This is something that's only happened very, very recently. It's because people didn't understand microaggressions. They didn't understand what certain things are. So things that are microaggressions were down as banter. Yeah, I've been in the changing rooms. I've been there where someone said a certain thing and everybody's laughing. You're just thinking, like, raw, like... And then I've been there when I'm 18 and I'm like, all right, cool. And And something's been blatant. And I've called it out, and I've been kicked out of club. I've, I've, do you know what I mean? I've been there, and then when, so, so when you have to think about it, yeah. I've been there at like a, a smaller level, but like at a pro yeah. club when, I, I was away, and they put like a monkey picture on my door. They, no, what? no, no. They put my, not sorry, not my door, somebody else's door. But I, the next day when I came in and I was on trial, yeah, I stuck it on yeah. everybody in the changing room, because that's just the type of person I am. Yeah, nobody said enough. It stuck on everybody in the change room. The next game I didn't play. Next, the day after that, I got, sent, I, got, I got sent home. Yeah, I got uh, sent home. Yeah, said cool, whatever, done, whatever. But you have to think about it. That's me at that level, at uh, the top level. You know yeah. what England's about. He's he wants to play for England, isn't it? The yeah. England specifically didn't really even want to pick back players. Yeah, they didn't want to pick black players. So his agent, he's probably thinking, what can I do to play for England? Just do this. Just just like be in this box. Don't do this, whatever. So again, I'm not excusing it. Anything he's said, anything he's done, because he's even taken accountability. What I'm saying yeah. is change actions. Yeah. Change actions yeah. is what he's showing us. Yeah. So let's take him at his words. And if he fucks up, 
then you guys can do whatever you want to do. Do you know what I mean? For me, I just... And the thing is, I've only... Like, Ian Wright wasn't my idol growing up, you know? Like, I, I loved Ian Wright, but it wasn't my idol growing up. It's over the past four or five years, seeing the things that he's doing for everybody, looking at, like, the things he's doing for black people, helping... I just absolutely love him as a person because of that. And yeah. I did, like, I, 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 he wasn't my favourite footballer. Do you know what I mean, if I'm being honest? But I just love everything he's doing now. And that's what I just think is, um, for me, the most important thing. However, again, criticism deserved. The conversation can be had. And he's also taking accountability. As long as he's taking accountability, I feel like, cool, we should just move on. Yeah, no, of course. A- actions and deeds at the end of the day. That's that's how we'll judge you and what we'll judge you off um and I, I like the fact that he's aging gracefully because mm. one thing I always like I've always kind of struggled with is um, that disconnect and that gap between like the older black generation and black men specifically. Mm. So like someone like him, like you said, doesn't need to do that in it. But it's nice to be like, oh, Uncle Ian, like I, I've never met before, but like my sister DJ for one of the events and that and she had nothing but nice things to say. Like, That's a good point. You know. ER, right? It's a good you know, point. Like, hey, so, just... so Gone. There's a good point you just mentioned um, there. Regarding yeah, the no, older it's, black it's people. Important. Yeah, the yeah, older black important. people, yeah, being around black people is important because they like when I'm looking for like a mentor, when I'm speaking to people in like business, let's say like business or whatever, like I've got like one black person I can speak to. Um but that's it. And I remember initially going to like a guy who owns a fame like he owns something anyway, and he's a business guy. And he's white, and you know, I know he wanted to. I, I know he wanted to be like blatant to me, but it's just like, like he didn't. I don't know in the way he said it, but he's like, "Do you know?" He's like, "Do you know anybody from like where you're from that can remember you?" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so, uh, I basically want to say to you, "Where the hood? Where the hood at? Where, yeah, it's where, like, like, where the black?" <laughs> Like, that's basically what Bama wanted to say in it. He's like, dude, don't you know anybody, like, do you know what I mean? Because it was just, and that was, like, an interesting question. I genuinely didn't know nobody, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then mad. there's the people that I do know, they're on some elitist thing. And I'm just like, fam, like, yeah, like, I generally don't. <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, like, it's important, it's like. Not a listen, I, like, we definitely need it. I know in your industry you want to make some changes, so. Um, more power to you on that front. I think just to kind of, unless fans have got anything else to add, I was going to say just to put like a a full stop. Nah, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm pretty much in agreement with with Sebi on this. Um, um, it's not, I'm not saying that we shouldn't critique, yeah, um, people whenever they're in a position, but you need to like, I feel like people need to have a full scope of what they're saying, yeah, and have an element of understanding because like I said, it's easy to critique when you're not in it. Mm. People are getting batted up at their jobs, <laughs> but then they're coming on here to critique someone right. else that is also doing a job. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and like, um, growing up, obviously like I didn't support Arsenal. Mm. I don't support Arsenal. Do you know what I'm saying? But a lot of the man them did look, look at Ian Wright. And was like, yo, like, despite the fact that go to sharp trim, night tick, man them. He was, he was man them. Yeah. And like, I don't think I've ever seen Ian Wright not be Ian Wright. 
despite the fact that he wasn't necessarily like always in a black space yeah. and stuff like that, he's still in spaces where he has his coin, where he doesn't need approval from the black community to keep the lights on in his house. Adopted a black baby as well. So you got, you got some extra, extra stuff there to give him on his, on his resume. Do, do, do you know what I'm saying? Like he's still on match of the day. Yeah. Um, and he's been and there was a time where he, yeah, being himself. And there was a time where he actually left Match of the Day, like early in the in the early two thousand and tens, where he was like, "I don't want to be a part of this because they're taking they're they're, they're looking at man like some clown." Yeah, he was like a side man, like he they go to yeah, him for a like, joke. He was never doing like proper like, analysis. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. So you know, he he stood up to himself yeah. for himself in that regard. He's always gonna be like um, they're analyzing domestic competitions and and international tournaments and stuff like that so he went over to bt sport he was a pundit over there and 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 um analysis so you he he does his bit in it and like when i heard him say what he said on ns10 v10 i was like that's quite noble of you to kind of admit that whilst you're in a space like and ns ns10 v10 is a platform that is f- made by young black people for black people. And he was talking to us in like, in ways that a lot, a lot of people may have their regrets in silence. Mm-hmm. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we, we only like, I can, I can speak to Foles and tell him my regrets, mm. but that's our exchange between me and him yeah. rather than tweeting my regrets. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like, for someone like him to be in 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 that position now, and admit that I, f- I feel it was great, and I I don't have much bad to say about Ian Wright. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, um, I think this conversation I don't, I don't feel like there is. It's easy to be had because we like him. I just want to to be frank. We like mm. him. He's beloved, so it's easy to be had now. If this was uh, John Barnes and he wanted to come back into community. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite true, you know. And 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 this and but but. But with that being said, though, you've given us a reason to not like John Barnes has given us of course their reason not to. Prior to that, John Barnes was like even the generation before us, he was the hero for them man until he started to become this black elitist that you speak of and losing sight of some of the stuff that he faced. Yeah. So he's like, rah, like, I had to part with it and shut up. He's expecting us to do the same. And it's like, no. Mm. The, the, they called John Barnes out, yeah, for wearing a KK outfit. He said he'd wear it again. I said, this guy's sick. I said, this guy's sick. You know what he's, yeah? This guy's sick. He's a see you next Tuesday, yeah, but I said, I can't lie, yeah. A little bit of me respected him when he said, I'd do it, I'd do it I again. Said, whoa. <laughs> I said, I said, fair enough for keeping the same energy, but whoa. But yeah, just They to, had a fancy yeah. dress party and Donnie wore KKK outfit and said, so, yeah, so I'll do it again in 2030. Again. And the thing is, is that like, there's a difference between liking someone and, um, you know, finding it difficult to critique them. And then someone that's given us so many different examples, yeah, as to why we shouldn't, we, we, we shouldn't accept the back in. Mm. I actually you point know, my question if John Barnes asked for forgiveness though and said listen my Zezax I'm sorry man let me <laughs> let me back in what, what, what are you saying Vance 
Um, you play for your team. That's that's not your man's, but that's your man's. You play for your team. It's got nothing to do with that. It's got nothing to do with teams like, you know what I'm saying? I put money into the team. They don't put money into me in it. Mm. At the end of the day, like if if it all boils down to that, like I'm the supporter here. So it doesn't matter whether um, there's that allegiance to my the, the team that I go out and support on a weekly basis. It doesn't matter. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm my own man and I believe what I believe. And I can't respect you after numerous numerous times. Like you've gone on the number one morning show repeatedly, and this is the reason why they keep selecting him to speak <laughs> on these issues because they know that he's going to say stuff in their favor. Yeah. And sometimes you're just going to have that 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 person that's going to be a puppet for the big corp- corporations and. Um, there, there was even a point, another ex-footballer, um, Stan Collymore, for example, he went at Ian Wright, calling him an Uncle Tom, until they sat in front of each other on Stan Collymore's podcast and he apologised to Ian Wright and he gave his reasonings and stuff like that. He was like, yo, like, I wanted to be... Stan Collymore was like, I wanted to be you. I grew up in Staffordshire with a white family. My dad fucked off. My white mum... I had no like no sense of black in me until I came down to London and I started to see things in a different lens. Like that's when I was really identifying with my blackness because prior to that, he didn't have it. And he looked at Ian Wright, he saw this Donny gold tooth, sharp trim, swag. And he was killing it on the pitch as well. So like, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that had the same sentiments looking at my man. Mm. Like, yo, like, you were the Donny, like, so I guess, like, when you start to be a lot more informed about what's going on in society and you're, and you're looking to someone that's inspired you for so long and you're not seeing them, um, you know, back your your cause or your fight, there's always going to be that element of like, all right, cool, man, why aren't you saying anything? Mm. But then it's even worse if you're speaking against what we're trying to fight for, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And that's exactly what John Barnes has exhibited time and time again. And you, I'm not, I'm not um, a, a person that sits online and starts cancelling every other day, writing super mega threads as to why. You're just going to, I'm, you're just going to get one reaction and that's it. You've shown me enough. No, I agree. I hear you. I agree, man, said, man. man said mega thread, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> no. You can't be... Do- bro, you, man are writing you 10 threads. You can't be doing things in 2020 then asking for forgiveness in 2020, bro. Like, come on, man, relax. So you say look, look a cool enough period. You've got to yeah, wait a couple man, of years. You got, come back in 2022 and then maybe we can chat. But yeah. 2020 and 2020... Uh, nah, man. And sorry, just to go back on the Ian Wright thing, I said I didn't look up to Ian Wright. I did in the aspect of, I remember when I was younger, everyone used to say, oh, you can still make it, man. Like, Ian Wright made it late. Like, that was the yeah, main yeah. thing. That was Come the main... Like, league innit? Yeah, yeah. That was that was one thing that we always said still. Yeah, no, he was, he's a man of the people, innit? So just full, full stop in it. From my perspective, I just feel like nobody's above critique. Right. I definitely don't think it's a cancelling thing. I just think it's an interesting conversation to be had. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me, you know, if a lot of people from that generation have, can have similar stories of being in the spotlight, being the guy and having maybe 
hazard a guess, white representation agents, whatever, and advise them to move a certain way, you know? I, I, I would love to see more of us have conversation with that generation and just see, like, what their experiences were truly like Fuck. if if there were similar stories in it. So, um, but yeah, that's just, that, that, that was just my feelings on it. I don't know if you guys have seen um, ZZ Mills, Pastor Toby interview. Nah. Nah? And I ain't going to watch it either. Sebi, nah? Nope. Is this, is this the bit where, um, where I, I get a bump in the road on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, speak your shit, bro. Speak your shit, man. Nah, um, nah. I know you watched it. I watched it, to be honest. Yeah, when we, um, I don't know if you listened last week, Seb, when I was, I was speaking to Vans about, like, mm. should the kind of interview be happening, perspectives, etc., expectations, and he wasn't on it anyway, and I knew from then he wasn't going to watch it. I watched it, I'll be honest. Um, and, yeah, if you want to do, if people want to do what I told you so, they was right, you know, then... We didn't get anything out of it, and I didn't think we would, you know. Mm. And then I told you, it was personal gain for numbers, of course. Um, and she posted something like, "Regardless of what people say, I still do the numbers." And I was like, <laughs> uh, "She's a oh, she's oh, a villain, bro." Yeah, for respect. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, um, kudos to her in it. Like I said, everyone has their own purpose but I just feel like know why you're doing certain things in it mm. at this point no, I think she I does think though I think all... she does though. And, and if you can sleep at night and those your objectives were to trend to get a certain view count up um, to get your name in a conversation to have um, she's got a target say she's got a hit list of people she wants to sit down with then cool but will your would that be you're to a detriment to you later on down mm-hmm. the line? Possibly. You're doing just you're doing things for the moment and you're not fully grasping in why a lot of people are against this because no one was against you interviewing Wiley. No one. Mm. No one was against you interviewing the Donny from Backchat. Sorry, I, I forgot the brother's name. Um do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every other interview, no one's been against her doing that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the critique is like you know her methods maybe like or you know um some of the you know uh, the, a lot of people say that uh um she chats shit whatever <laughs> but a lot of people were like I don't think you should do this because of this. Yeah. No one's stopping your 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 path or your journey in it. It's just that. When certain when you headhunt certain guests, number one, you're doing it for a moment and you're losing sight of what you're actually doing. You're you're fueling this Donny. This Donny is like Michael Jordan in terms of nah, nah, don't, backlash fuels. No, nah, don't do that. If we look at one similarity, they're both chocolate and bold. That's it. <laughs> no, they're both fueled by things. Bro, don't put Pastor Toby beside MJ, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with this guy, bro? I'm not. I'm not giving him iconic status. I'm just taking that that simple element of um. This only bigs me up. Fair. This 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 is only gonna make me move more flagrant. Mm. I don't want to see my pastor in the fucking booth, bruv, flexing. Hey, offending, offending, innit? 
amongst other things. Mm, mm, mm. But yeah, man, like it's um I didn't want to place no energy in that just because of the fact that I kind of knew where like what it the, the type of thing it was gonna be, and I had no interest in it. Yeah, Listen, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair enough. I'm not against anybody that, that has that sentiment. I respect. I, I, I respect be, I've it barely more. seen the Wiley one. I res- I've, I've barely seen that. Yeah, that that was before that was air as well. Like barring like the little, the, the, you know the the one minute clip you see on like Twitter or Instagram. Barring that, it's not a diss mm. to her. It was we we didn't get anything out of it. We just got that like, you know the, mm. the social media moments. And same thing with this interview. If anything. He kind of come. He kind of come across quite well, from a standpoint of like he was able to dodge her questions a little bit. I don't think she pushed back bro, enough. Exactly what I said last week. Mm. The Donny's the Donny's coming prepared, bro. Yeah. He's not gonna like come on there and make himself look funny, bro. Yeah. He's not. He's he's very well at hiding behind all the allegations, but coming back with something that's gonna distract a lot of people. He leaned into the whole black community thing. At the end of the day, broken clocks is rice twice twice a day at the end of the day. So like it's easy to do like, oh, the black community doing this or you know like, you know the cliche statements mm. people, and people are yeah, 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 he's making sense, he's making sense. At the end of the day, like those are very obvious things to say. I think that's mm. where he did well and maybe she didn't do as do as well. But then like I said, I don't know her objectives, innit? If if they were what I think they were, which was and what you say they are as well, Vans, just to get the moment, to get the numbers, to get the face on there. To boost her profile, the fair play, but we'll see in the long run. You know, if if it was the right move to make it in the day, I just feel I can understand people being upset because of how serious the allegations are. That the only time we should be seeing Don is if he's in handcuffs, or if he's been like interrogated to a point where like it's going to lead to prosecution and going to be held yeah. accountable for all the stuff that he's been accused of in it. So it's just it's yeah, just... man. Um, there's there's. Like I said, man, there's probably people out there that are really doing the groundwork in trying to get him, this man, prosecuted. And hey, man, we'll leave that to them. And and um, I think everyone else will probably join in unison and, and celebrate that. Mm. Hey, man. We'll see what happens. You know? Well, let's move on to some other you stuff know. that you might not care about as well. 6 9 he's back. The biggest rat in the game this, thus far. He hit us on the live. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you man tune into it? No, I didn't tune into live, but I've seen like the clips of him talking about you guys are my sons. If you ain't got these watches, yeah. If you ain't got these watches, you can't talk to me. I saw the I saw the full I saw like the full live on YouTube. Oh, you watch the full? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, I went on YouTube to to check it because I was quite interested. It's funny, like, do you know what I do? Yeah, like so like like what I'll do is I'll go on like people's profiles and then sometimes like if there's been a particular thing that happened I'll check the comments I saw certain mm. UK accounts in these comments not gonna say any names so certain UK <laughs> I yeah just 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 so they get their like count up they'll drop in a little funny comment or those do something so people can like the comment and because they're verified yeah I saw that I saw that I saw that so I found that quite interesting um yeah. that people were doing that but um yeah so I, I i went on youtube i i wanted to see the stats i just wanted to see how many people would be interested so i i i went and looked at his song in the morning i saw like 17 mil i said yep you're killing it and then saw a clip or um i saw a link and then i clicked on it and it was his whole youtube rant him basically explaining um yeah he's a rat but he's basically saying i know why you're mad saying i know why you're mad that rat 
is can come out and is the king of New York. He's saying, I'm the king of New York <laughs> and the king of rap and I'm a rat. And he's basically saying, he's basically breaking down, uh, so you want me to stay loyal to somebody that fucked my baby mom, that was plotting to kill me, that was plotting to kill my mom, uh, my mom. So you want me to stay loyal to that when they didn't stay loyal to me, when they heard me on the wiretaps. It's like, it's like, you understand, but you don't want to understand. But you understand. And then it was just like, just ranting, ranting about that. But it's just like, yo, anyway, check my new song, whatever, whatever. But he he was, he could tell in his eyes, he was emotional. He was getting emotional, definitely. Um, definitely getting emotional regarding that. And um, yeah, I just found the whole situation interesting, man. I had found the whole 6 9 and everybody commenting quite interesting. I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I found it quite interesting. What's your opinions, though, Seb, like on. The whole snitching, him being a snitch. Are we doing ourselves to the service by welcoming him back? First of all, we are not welcoming him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I said we in inverted commas. Obviously, I know it's not us a lot, but yeah. um, you know no, what I mean? I, th- I think there's two standalone points here. So mm. I feel like, yes, he's a snitch. However, there's two... That, so there's two sides, two sides that I have in this argument. One side... Mm. Oh, he snitched because they were planning to kill him. They were stealing his money. They effed his baby mum or whatever. That's why he snitched. There's the second side. There's the other side that are saying, oh, but he also committed crimes, i.e. putting hits out on Chief Keith or whatever, whatever. So he was involved in that life and he snitched. I feel like everybody's right. Like every, Both sides are right <laughs> in it. Like, both sides are right. I can understand to a civilian this side makes sense to you. It makes sense to you that he, he that he's, his people were unloyal uh, and they done all of this to him and he snitched. I can understand as a civilian why you think like that. And I can understand as somebody who has either been rolled or you are rolled, nah, you participated in it. This is the code, whatever, whatever, whatever. What I'm going to say is something that many people are not saying is... What the people that have to take the most responsibility on this thing are the actual gang members. You brought in, Talk. you brought in a kid, yeah, that's soft, but you knew he could make money, so you brought him into the gang. Cool, that's fine, but you knew he was soft, so you've already let an outsider come into the gang because he can make make you money. You also they some of the gang fell out with each other over six nine. Cause they wanted to, oh, they wanted to be in control of. They was fighting over the money. They were fighting yeah. over them. You was fighting over. You was fighting over the kid in the first place. So you didn't know how to act. You didn't know how to get your house on order. So and then the third thing, what actually fucked you guys? What actually fucked you guys is you fell out over the money. One of yous went and kidnapped him. Yeah, one of yous went and kidnapped him. They called out on camera. The police took him in. Yeah, because you kidnapped him and then played him the wiretap. So, okay, that's another mistake that you made. Like, you done all of that stuff. And it's for me, I just think, like, fam, these people have to take accountability. You brought in a soft you into the gang and he done what he was always going to do. And then on top of that, you even done things in front of him. You done things in front of him that you shouldn't have done, and you showed him things that you shouldn't have showed him. 
why didn't you, why, when he was making money, why didn't you guys pattern up and make this a full business? If you made it a full business, you wouldn't be in jail right now. But right. what you wanted to do, you still wanted to do road, yeah? And you didn't know how, you, you wasn't smart. Like, as, as well as he wasn't smart, you wasn't smart. So, yes, he's a snitch. However, these guys need to take accountability because they fucked up. And people are trying to say, nah, you snitch on that. No, 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 no. I don't let nobody come around me that I'm uncomfortable with, regardless of how much money they have. Yeah. These guys were poor. They were looking for a come up and they went blind and they went into the situation blind and they paid the price. Simple as that. No, listen, I can't put any better than that because that's been my stance really early because um, I remember watching a, um, a Hot 97 um, interview and shot he's on there talking about where the new death row. I was looking at him like, bruv, you ain't in sure, 2020. And even, and even, and even look at, look at how Shug's story ended. Like, and I think there's a point you made about legitimizing the business. If I knew what they were doing from the get though, they was pimping this kid in it. Yeah. Obviously in the end he pimped them, but they was pimping him, which is, you're going to be, we're going to allow you to, to flag. Yeah. You're going to do your thing. Cause we're the going to take, like, take all your bread and that. You legitimise the business and you set up a record label management company. And he tried to do it later on. Mm. He tried to sign 30 Wap. He tried to sign 30 Wap's missus and all that. Um, but that, that was all far too late. Mm. And that, that's the biggest problem is like, there was no codified, like, this is how we're going to go down. Like, sure, it was the face, but he ain't the only boss, isn't it? There's loads of man in yeah. there doing their thing. So you're now fighting over the Donny and that. And he's going to do what you expect him. Like, he's not done, not saying I condone the behaviour, He's doing what I expect him to do. Rougher, tougher, badder man than 6ix9ine have snitched and will snitch. This is like, what I just, keep saying. That's just a fact. And it's weird. It's like, it might come across to like some of the real niggas listening that a bit weird. I'm a bit, I'm kind of happy he did it in a weird way. Do you know why? Because it's like, it shows you that this thing is fake, bruv. And it's been fake for a long time. And the whole rule and codes around this thing about not snitching is for the selfish firm. to insulate themselves over, away from like, the harsh realities. The people that complain about it are the people that benefit the most. Because there's bare man that snitch and people don't do nothing to them, you know? Um, but suddenly everyone's got so much energy for this Don. For even, like, America. I hate to say, like, Meek Mill and that. Leading the charge, up. saying we're going to, we're like, I'm, I'm doing this for the streets and that. And what then happens is people want to hold you accountable. So they want to do stuff like keep the same energy. They pull up information saying that this lady, Desiree Perez, who's one of the big wigs at um, Rock Nation, Bruv, she snitched worse than 6ix9ine. She got on the wire after they caught with 35 kilos and she got the cartel in jail. And Meeks never said nothing about her. Like people Bro, need to, is that fair? People need to people talk about this cold, this honor thing on the road and whatever, whatever. The the road has the least amount of honor. Yeah, the least <laughs> amount of honor out of anything, like out of any type of situation you can ever be in. Yeah, you have to think about it. Yeah, one. Okay, as you said, this no snitching thing is meant to suit people or whatever. It's meant to suit like a certain group of people, but the rules are not defined. Yeah, what are the rules regarding robbers robbing innocent people? Yeah. People that haven't done anything to you that are not involved in the gang run is, is that is that is that a cold? Is that anything to do with honor? Yeah, or mm. or, or hurting an innocent person? 
is that a cold or is that have is that have anything to do with honor? Because when somebody goes on to hurt an innocent person or to rob an innocent person, they're getting their money up or they've done this or they've got their rep up or whatever, whatever. For me, that got that 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 that's 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 not that's not that's not cold that's not honor you can't be you can't like you can't be on the field and be hitting the crowd and be claiming that yeah you've got one up on your opponent like do you know what I'm trying to say like there's no honor in this thing man like all of these road youths and all of these people from here and always talking about oh yeah fucking yeah six nines a snitch or whatever 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 from this bare man from bare ends that have snitched man there's bare people that are robbing innocent people there's bare people that are killing innocent people and rapping about it and stuff like that what about all that stuff pattern all of that stuff first before you talk about some rainbow kid in america man ain't got time mm. for all of that no listen it's all facts but the only, the only like slight leeway i might give is like as a culture and even as a nation, like treason, like people don't like people that tell on people. So there is that kind of element in society. Like we don't, even growing up, like, you don't snitch. It's, it's not just like us as a community. We have, I think we have a big problem. With don't it, be a grass. Don't be a grass. Mafia culture. It's there across the board. People don't but, like people. That, biggest... Look at look how they treat the um the WikiLeaks don done. You're a rat, bruv. Yeah. Even I'll in America put... with the with the guy, is it Mike Pence with Trump and that? Now you want to come out and, and tell on tell on Trump. We don't like people that tell on people in it. So there is but that we don't like too. police either. We don't like police either, and, and and Meek Mill was signed to Rick Ross, signed to um, a correction officer, or whatever. Like we don't yeah. like all them, man, either. Do you know what I mean? And I I love Rick Ross. Do you know what I mean? I I'm, I'm a big fan of Rick Ross. I will never yeah. cancel Rick Ross. I will always listen to his music. I respect what he's done, and also on like streets say, well, I don't know if he says it, and he says he says that he was playing a position for somebody else. Regardless, if you was playing, That's yeah, what was doing, regardless yeah. if you was playing a position for somebody else, this is what your job was and nobody can prove, do you know what I mean, what you was doing or what you wasn't doing. But we know that you're, you also stole your name from the real Rick Ross and you're talking about Noriega owes you 100 favours and stuff like that. You hey, hey, think... hey, Noriega owes me 100 favours, man. <laughs> no, I believe him, man. No, like, <laughs> like, we, we, like, we listen to all of this, and, and we and we, we bump this and stuff like that. So He cried for fam, 100 nights. Fam, fam, I, can't, I can't be a hypocrite, man. I can't be a hypocrite. I ain't going to lie, bro. Nah, I'm, I no, I'm with you, Seb. I'm with you, Seb. I think the Rick Rock, the Ross thing is, um, I've, I, obviously, if this is happening, I'm like you. I've looked at, like, a lot of people's chat, I've been seeing who's been commenting, who's been saying stuff. Um, and I've seen quite a consistent thing where a lot of people felt within the like hip-hop rap community that that Rick Ross thing was the defining moment. That even with 50 bringing that out, it didn't affect Ross's career. And I think that's when like people looked at like a shift of like, you know what? If that thing can happen like that, this thing's fake. Fam. Fake. It affected, it affected him like on a very minuscule, like... You know, all the street niggas was hurt. Yeah. Cause, and it was only for a short period like, because it was deeper than rap era, innit? And he had to, like, there was even songs on deeper than rap where he touches on it a little bit. And I went to see Ross during that whole deeper than rap phase, mm. like, and it was kind of quiet, like, mm. but when <laughs> Teflon Don came out, BMF, yeah. oh my gosh, the street niggas were out in full flurry, like, going crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, that's what that's when you have to really look at it, and it, it helps um, bring a bit of perspective to, um, you know, the whole notion of it being false. Mm. You know, like, and don't 
place your energy towards it because you're just going to end up being disappointed. Mm. And listen, that's 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 all it is at the end of the day, man. For the kids, even grown people listening, bro, this thing's phony. It's fake. Bro, people, people, don't, do you know anybody right now that wants to do 47 years? Nobody, man. Nobody. <laughs> Van's 47. Fam, top, top, Me? top, top mafia hitmen have snitched. Men that men that have multiple bodies, top mafia hitmen that talk about Frank the cold and whatever, fam, them men have snitched, yeah. So if the mafia hitmen are snitching, yeah, what's this rainbow hair kid gonna do, man? Bro, he's following suit, bro. Alpo's walk around Harlem, bro. Fam, I, that one Al- I can't believe, bro. Alpo's Al- 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 walk around Harlem taking pictures. Alpo is still out here, bruv, enjoying his life. Niggas are just stupid, bruv. Niggas are dumb. And when you check it, he was a over. serial killer, you know? Only killed like Bro. ten people. Like, he was a serial not... killer and snitch, and snitch, and, and killed his boy as well. Nasty little youth, man. And he's and he's on a documentary saying this is where I. Ki-. Bro, when I saw that, I was like. This, yeah, this, this thing's fake, bro. It's, like, it's fake, bro. It's fake. Bro, do you know what it is? Is as like I was I keep I, I keep saying, bro, like the man them are just too fascinated of over dumb shit, fam. Mm. How do you feel? That's about... why he's walking around like some urban urban legend, like oh my gosh, like taking pictures because Donnie's are fascinated, bro. Mm. It's fucking bummy youths on the streets. <laughs> How do you feel about um, the sentiment that like as civilians, we shouldn't even care or immerse ourselves in these types of conversations? I've seen that. That has been like a constant talking point as well. Oh, you're a civilian. Yeah, but I think like everything is like popular music culture. Everything is intertwined, isn't it? So we're interested yeah. in music. We're interested in entertainment. Um, unfortunately, six nine is entertainment. No, no matter how 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 you want to slice it, the guy is entertaining. Um, he also does music, and he is part of the music culture regardless. Like, yeah. Donnie is still putting out records. I even checked, like, see me, I always like to see things like this. I checked who he put it out, who he put it out with. I think it's a distribution company, and I think they've, I don't want to, I don't want to be wrong, but I think they've even put out some of Future's music in the past. Do you know what I mean? Oh, wow. So, like, I looked at all of these things, I like, done my, done my Googles, I was looking at who he's putting out music with or whatever. So Donnie's yeah. in the industry, isn't it? Simple as that. He's in the yeah, no, no. industry. Listen, so, someone will take a risk on him. Yeah, exactly. So civilians, and he's saying he's got the bag, whatever, and it looks like he does have the bag again. I don't know. So He's got four Richard Millers, you know? Yeah, four you know of I mean? them. And he apparently bought bare whips when he come out, whatever. So somebody's taking a risk on him or whatever. So he's in the music industry. So civilians should be able to talk on these things because it's news. It's in the music industry. However, don't get it twisted. Whatever civilians telling you, they're not going to snitch. They're lying to you. So don't take whatever words they're saying, take it with a pinch of salt. Like it's not. It's you know what I mean like they're gonna snitch. Not even a pinch of salt, a pinch of prison. That's the R- new one, pinch of prison. Rule <laughs> talk, bruv. Rule talk. They'll they'll snitch on you asap in it. So, um, yeah, it's no man. I just feel like anybody should be allowed to have that conversation. Bro, I've got a good yeah, rebuttal it's just for the that. Street historians. And in a day, it's not our it's not our fault. It's theirs because the minute they brought gangbanging culture into music and people were flagging in music, Crips and Bloods, and you were selling it to us, you was getting rich off it. We land your pockets, so yes, the the public gonna have an opinion. Facts. The amount of street, bro. I'll be I'll be real with you. Like, I laughed the first time one of my most gangster brothers got Instagram. You're not meant to have Instagram. Facts. It sounds probably silly now. You're not meant to, bro. I'm not meant to be able to see you on the internet. You're not meant to have no digital footprint. That's how my brothers grew up. You weren't online like that. Mm. You weren't, bro. And not with your fa- not with your real face at least, and not with your gang name. <laughs> 
like for me as well, like too many lines have been crossed, too many lines have been blurred, too many innocent people have died. So from when that's happened, it's just like cool. Like this is everybody's business, in it. No matter how gangster you think you are, and you're saying, "Oh yeah, this is street code or whatever, whatever," you have no code. You know, like there isn't mm. a code. There isn't no rules. Nobody's written out any rules. Maybe back in the days, like when we all was in Africa, um, in some village, in, in like our ancestors or whatever, they had the rules, in it. That was probably the last time we had rules and we had some type of decorum and some type of structure mm. when we was back home and whatever. Ever since then, it's just been total anarchy. Nobody knows what to do. There's no honour. There's no village. Nobody's looking after nobody. Everybody's just out here just doing anything, man. Do you know what I mean? It's and honour, you go to jail, bruv. You'd be in jail. You'd have been in jail for a week. They've already smashed your baby, man. We'll within talk, the man. first week, we'll they stopped sending you money and that. Man, man, are wearing prison prison jeans from nineteen ninety eight and bro, I've, I I went to my fridge my fridge on the wing yeah, and the jeans he was wearing, <laughs> Levi jeans, <laughs> bro, the jean jeans had a jean fam, like Billy jeans, them jeans were jeaning, bro, the jeans was really jeaning, bro, like Man, the sixth last thing I think is interesting, yeah, we'll move on in a second is, I think he's benefiting massively from the fact that we're in lockdown as well, mm. I think that massively helps him, so he's he. Like, he has to operate in the music business, so he will have to go and do interviews at some point. He will have to go to certain buildings, and at the end of the day, if he's not making enough money, he can't sustain a lifestyle, because I always knew that once he was done, he was always going to come back to this, because someone like him can't go back to being mediocre and not having a life. You enjoyed being popping for a year, two years. You want, you like the attention. He can't just go into witness. He's smashing streaming records. Yeah, he's he's, he's, smashing streaming records. He's doing all that. When you you check it, though, like, those things don't pay as well as we think they are. Like, he has to go out and do yeah, shows because security is going to cost. I've seen he's moved already twice. Like, the lifestyle he wants to live, it determines you having money to pay for the protection, isn't it? Facts. And he's not paying for gang bangers, he's paying for... Proper. And he, there might be certain security firms might not even want to protect him because... You better return two of them Richard Millies. Hey. We'll talk. Mm, Richard Millies are in high demand at the minute, you know? Oh, bro. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. I don't want to do that to Donny, but yeah. It's, it's an unfortunate. No, 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 no. I'm even going to chat on that. I'm from Newham anyway. I'm going to chat on that anyway. <laughs> no, shall I tell you what I'm going to chat on that, though? Shall I tell you what I'm speaking? <laughs> I speak your truth. Because, no, it relates to kind of like what we're speaking about. We're speaking about cold, innit? Cold. We're speaking about cold. We're speaking about somebody who's successful, who's doing whatever from the area or whatever. And do you know what I mean? Like, that's happened. Like, things like that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't be allowed to happen. Do you know what I mean? And then this, yeah. th- for me, that just compounds onto certain things that I've said before. It's like, fam, no matter how 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 much you think, you know, somebody's your boy, like, if you're doing well, yeah, if you're doing well and you're in the ends, these are your scenarios. You either have to be on it yourself, so you have to be a booter yourself, yeah? Your right-hand man, gotta be a beater hmm. you gotta be constantly feeding the ends as in not just but you can't just buy a couple whaps like two years ago and you think oh like it's all good no 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 we need constant feeding yeah we need peas we need money for this we need money for burps we need you know what i mean it's not good it's not a one-off thing g you gotta constantly do it or the last scenario get the fuck out of it like get the hmm. fuck out of it move if people call you a sellout, you don't come back to the ends, fine. But that's 
like for me, like, I, like I don't, I don't, I don't understand why what you'd be doing, like, like, for, bro. For me personally, the 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 main thing, the the number one thing is, fam, move, move, move out, do your own thing, keep a couple people that you know one hundred percent you can trust, but don't keep everybody around you. Do you know what I mean? Don't keep everybody around you. Like, I, I don't know, man. Not everyone has your best interest. Not everyone at has heart, your man. best interest. And um, but it's hard. Um, it's it's sad that we have to kind of like, you know, um, stand on this rhetoric because of the fact that we always want to be able to kind of like be comfortable in our own environments, regardless of success and rebuild or put money back into your neighborhoods and stuff like that but things like this happen when you know you've got someone that's successful and is you're the only one that is successful and then it comes with like unrealistic expectations Mm. like you were saying like um am i feeding you in a positive way or am i feeding you in a negative way Mm. which is it Mm. do you know what i'm saying so like you're kind of like from when you've made that first quote-unquote feeding, once you fed them first in that way, you're only going to um, create this level of expectations to continuously do it. We all have had this talk once before, like, oh, if we were to make it, what are we going to do? If we were to somehow win the Euro Millions what are we going to do for the people around us? Are we just going to give a one-off payment and then that's it or what? How are we going to line everyone up? Mm. I think there's a responsibility. Like, I don't know his situation enough from like, it's complex, isn't it? So just for purpose of clarity, we're talking about young Ben. He he lost his watch, unfortunately, video shoot in his hometown, whatever. And he kind of, he addressed it lightly on his social media and whatever. So it is a true story. Wait, what did he say on his social media? I didn't even see that. Let me quickly, let me quickly pull it up just so. Um, I've got all the right information. He said, "We all know you've heard see, slash seen what happened to me in my home in my own home, but I still wouldn't air my dirty laundry outside. Appreciate all your messages, love to all. Um, we no longer speak about it. Nobody call me or ask me about it. When you see me, it's all love. So he just he just he, he I think he's going for yeah. the positivity angle in it. Like I look at it a few ways. So." This isn't his fault, their fault. This is the oldest fault. Mm. I've always had an issue with you look at your bread and you bounce. And I get it because you get your money, you leave. And if you was robbing and doing and ducking and diving in the ends and that, you know what the votes are like. Why would you want to be in that environment? But what has happened is a lot of the kids on the ends have grown up with no orders. They've grown up doing their own thing, innit? And what then happens, there is no codified behavior. There is no order. So things should be patterned a certain way where someone like that, you don't scare the money away. You need to look after someone like that. You need the right people around him. But I don't know if Donny has kind of turned his back on the neighbourhood, if he hasn't been as accessible, as forthcoming. You know, I'm not saying he has to be, but also understand the environment you're in. If you know you haven't done stuff, brother, you can't come back around here. Mm. And not, not come back around here with that shit on because you're wearing like four times my... My, my net worth right now. Mm. <laughs> I'm wearing I'm I'm wearing what I created for myself. That's fantastic, man. I'm not I'm not I listen, I'm not arguing that point at all. But let's cut the crap and let's be like point black honest and that. In London you don't wear jewels if you can't defend them. It just it's just unfortunate truth, bro. You should be able to buy your thing and live your life, innit? 
But let's not act like if I was to go to a certain block, I'd tuck a chain or I wouldn't wear one. Yeah, of course. But I remember I was saying to Vans, I forgot what happened. It was a couple of years ago, Gig's birthday bash was down south. I was in a dance with my brethren. This Donnie decides to wear a hublot in the dance. I've never seen his brother wear the watch ever. Sebi, he's never worn it. Mm. Never. He wore it that night. Getting funny looks and I had to go and put it down in the car. Um, like, you know, when I was younger, like... I used to just say, I used to, say, I used to tell certain men, like, fam, you're going to get me in trouble. Like, you come out with your jewels and whatever, you're going to get me in trouble. Like, because like, I'm not going to allow this ha- to happen to you, but you're going to get me in trouble. So for me, can you not wear that? I used to, like, this is a real thing. We can't just, like, and it's so sad that you can't just wear Bro, your things. I've seen, I've seen Donnie, yeah, <laughs> in a moving car, like, with Donnie's, like, attached to the whip, trying to take off the road Fem. whilst he's trying to drive off. Fam, It's like, it was a, like an action scene, you know, like with John Wick, Fem. he's hopping on the whip. Fam, all of that. He's hanging on, off the whip. Fam, all of that. Fam, there was about three men trying to take off the road whilst man was driving. But people Fem. do that to you, bro. Like, listen, people get stripped for their jewels. It's not a game, innit? And I think... Like, sometimes the fame and celebrity and that can cloud people, make them forget their environments. And also, like, I don't know the intricacies of the relationship to him and his people in his area. If you haven't done what some people would deem as the right thing, then they're only doing what they should do to you, you know? Mm. There's also that element as well. I know it's an uncomfortable thing because we look at, like, listen, Donnie's work hard and that. They're just bummy youths and that. But especially when you're in a space where you're mainstream, but, like, he did the draw song. He's done a song of OFB. He does enjoy and to a certain degree need the street element because mm. it keeps you cool as well. Mm. And what comes with that is you're going to want to stand next to certain Donnies. There's a price. We're talking about 6 9 What price are you willing to pay? So maybe mm. don't buy the Richard Mille for the 100 bags and maybe pump 20 to 50 bags in the hood and maybe wait to when you're so far removed, you can wear 17 Richard Millets. If you mm. like, wear the Richard Mille on your ear. Mm. Like, have that many that you can be that gone clear. But at this point you're at right now, it's maybe not the wise decision because it's it's difficult. I know it doesn't sound nice, but this is just the truth, isn't it? But look and at also, the, the bridges around though. you've got to be fair. They've got to be fair as well. Like people shouldn't have unreal expectations. Just because young Bane's got the watch doesn't mean you deserve the watch. Everyone's got to play a role. Can you cut hair? Can you produce? Can you do graphic design? Are you? Do you want to rap as well? Do you want to? Do you want to manage? You know? Do you want to be road manager? Do you want to learn the business? Do you want? Okay, cool. Have you got a business plan? Invest in this. You know, the people in the ends also have got to be fair, in it. Because at the early starts, it's always 50 man in the video. But I always see everybody five, ten years down the line, their mum, their dog, <laughs> their wife, and a couple men. That's it. Because a lot of men are dead weight. And then the higher you become, like we were talking about earlier, you have advisors. Don't think you should be like bringing all these people around because they're not doing anything. They're not effective. No, of course. So like, it, 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 it is a tough um, position to be in because even as an artist of Young Bane's level, there's still pressure to deliver. Facts. He's still he's still on on the rise. Like he's not necessarily like he's not solidified yet. Solidified. He's not at the highest tier, in it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, rah, where do I stand in at this point, and how am I going to sustain? this this um level of wealth that i have um from the perspective of like all these dons in this in in my ends wants this and that 
but then I have to take care of my family as well. That's what people don't understand. They definitely yeah. don't... Put, like, road people are the most entitled people in the world, bro. They don't care about your mum, your mm-hmm. aunt, your whatever, whoever you have to look after. That's like, oh, you ain't doing anything for the man, them. That's all you, that's all you ever hear. <laughs> the, 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 the justification for robbing somebody that was from the ends is... He weren't doing anything for that man, them. I've heard that. Do you know how many times I've heard that? He weren't doing anything yeah. for that. Why? But why aren't you doing anything for yourself? I don't get it. Why aren't you doing like like, like for my fam? I I just don't get it, bro. A lot of man bank on um other people's success. Oh yeah, you're gonna make it and, and take you say- through in that. Yeah, and I'm not saying that um family members don't do that too, um because they do, mm. but it's a little bit different, bro. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like. Me, me, like my mum expecting, yeah, certain things from me when I've been put on is is way more justifiable than Man my my Donny. Mum's, like, he gave you life, bro. She didn't take even, it away. You better give her peace. Don, Donny, that's not even my Donny like that. He's just a Fair. Donny. Yeah. In the ends, because like, like you said, it's it's that herd culture where like there's gonna be one Donny, yeah, that's gonna be like, yo, like. Right, he's not doing nothing for the mandem, and another Donny that doesn't necessarily interact with man on that level, but he's around, is also gonna then feel that way. Fam, all it takes, uh, you know the saying? man will be smoking. This is how this thing happens. He ain't doing anything for the for man in the end. <laughs> gonna be billing it somewhere. Billing it, it's like, rolling it right now. It's like he ain't really doing anything for man in the end. The that, yeah. yeah. So yeah, fucking, mm. you know what I'm saying? Should, should rob him and that? And then that's how, like, this is how this thing happens. It's like, that easy, like, isn't like, it? Like, that yeah, man up. Yeah, line man up. It's line man up. It's line man up. man up. It's line man up. It's line man up. man like, man up. It's line like, man up. It's line man up. It's man up. It's line man up. It's line man up. It's line man up. It's line you man that want to play that thing, do that thing, but I don't know. Top 20 tape as well, you just dropped. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's got a good tape. But listen, but maybe we also kind of said earlier that there is no rules of this thing. And like I was saying with the 6 9 thing, a little bit is kind of happy this thing's kind of played out a certain way. And not saying I'm happy for Bane, but it's like it just shows that you can't always have a naivety as well, bro. Like, mm. by all means, let the record show. You buy something, you work hard for it. If you want to wear it to sleep, wear it everywhere. But you know the environment you come from, innit? Like, mm. let's not pretend, innit? We're, we're well aware and of... Noom is dirty, bro. Like, come as on, in... man. Man are... <sighs> I heard about over there, them man... People be dropping their brethren, people been snaking people, like, something happening over there. Noom is dirty, bro. So, for me, I just feel like the best thing to do, man, if you're, if you're successful... Just do your thing, man. Just literally yeah. do your own thing. Have one one of your bedrooms, two of your bedrooms next to you. You knew I'm done. And then just bro. just just keep it stepping, man. You man are beating your bedrooms, girl, and putting it on wax. F- them are on <laughs> fam, fam. Jesus, the only way of repaying. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the passage to becoming a real nigga? You got to smash your brain <laughs> with lady, bro. Oh, mate. <sighs> the only way to repay him is to fuck her as well. Just using women as like <laughs> sexual objects. Mama said, my man can fuck his wife. Fucking hell. Yeah, house is a madman store. 
Yeah, Vazo yeah. Seven recorded that. What, what Hustle do? He just never, he just never wife the babes, isn't it? So you yeah. never get a chance he to never smash wife the babes. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's why the other day he tweeted, "Ah, oh, like if you want to be with me, understand that I'll go AWOL for two weeks." <laughs> Which babes? Hey, there'll be a bird out there that will sign up for that, bro. Real talk. She'll sign. she sign up for that. Ah, uh, I know my worth. Uh, ah, yeah. right. <laughs> You see what happens, man. But yeah, man. Um, I feel for Don in it. You lost me. I'm still here. You know here. No, I'm still. You know I'm still here, Vans. Where's Vans? You can, you can hear me, Sebi. Yeah, but Vans is frozen. He froze. Yeah. It's still recorded. So I think it will just pick up on mine anyway. Anyway. All right. Cool. I think we'll jump back in. Off the cuff worldwide, worldwide baby. baby. Back. We are back indeed. Gee, Charlemagne, are we live? Okay, we live. We, live. we live. We, we, we lost Vance for a second. I'm sure you'll be able to clean this all up and like, everyone that's listening right now, I'm sure it sounds smooth and that. Nice little yeah, transitions. Man. But we just, um, before we lost you, we were just kind of closing up our thoughts and feelings and the whole Young Bane thing. And uh, I said, unfortunate, um, but hopefully... Someone somewhere can learn from this if there's a lesson to be learned. Um, just you know, is is a, it's a difficult balancing act of oh, navigating sure. your ends when you when you become successful in it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, a hard you're one. Right. So. Yeah. You're right, man. What the fuck is this going to be a dot? Brother, what never took the light? I'm dead. I could just see the reflection in, oh, on the glasses. glasses. Bro, all I can see was eyes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh, never took the light over there, you know. Man's having bare technicals over here, you know. Yeah, it's mad. Technology's yeah. a bit sometimes, though. Listen, but as always, man, a good on this conversation. Never hurt anyone. I want to say thank you, Sebi, again for coming on, bro. Cheers, can never, bro. Can never say thank you enough. Not a problem, bro. It's always love. Our doors are always yes. open. Um, please let the people know information, business wise, how to get hold of you, business page, etc. Wedding place orders. Cool. Yeah. So, um, if you want to go on our website, our website is lasolasramclub.com. So L A S O L A S ramclub.com. Um, our Instagram is lasolas.uk and Twitter lasolasuk. So yeah, if you just go on, um, you know, we've got new products coming out. We've got the refill packs that, um, everybody will be eligible for. Um, hopefully they'll have some mixes and different things in there for you guys um, and again as I said earlier on in this pod there's 100 bottles left and the reason why I said that is because these are 100 of the original bottles so a smart person would buy a bottle and keep because in a few years they're going to be worth um, a lot of money um, and Man like. uh, you know we pro- we possibly going to be changing the design a little bit so having an original is definitely going to be worth it so um, yeah just um, yeah if you just you know buy a bottle and then also if you can just leave a review once you've once you've tried it leave a review let me know what you think i'm always uh here for honest opinions um and that's how we learn do you know what i mean how we learn and how we kind of develop and kind of go from there dope 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 the description from the man himself yeah man the um the link will be in the description as always and uh you can find it from our social media platforms also make sure we do our, our job on our end vans we, we happy we happy here happy to call it a day here yeah man yeah. um we've um we've had a great chat it's always a pleasure always bro definitely want to uh, definitely yeah, want to do man. more satisfied 
Listen, I'm, I feel fulfilled. Yeah, I feel fulfilled. I feel hard Wanted hard. to say, um, uh, um, uh, on a, uh, an honourable rest in peace to Andre Harrell. Yes, um, yes, yes. Passed away a couple of days ago. So, um, very influential in um, the music that I grew up listening to and loved, and birthing a lot of great artists. It's an icon, man. Rest in peace to that man. Please make yep. sure you uh, you do the right thing, which is rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend. Use mm-hmm. the hashtag, which is hashtag off the cuff pod. Yes. I've been false forever. Mr. Vans. Sebi, we out. We out. Peace.